0: This episode, we can confirm, is brought to you by the Gamefly app, the must have app for gamers with info on over 50,000 console, handheld, iOS, and PC games. Get the Gamefly app for free today on your iPhone, iPad, and Android devices. T
1: minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Weekend confirmed Ignition. Lift off. Lift
0: off. What is up everybody? My name is Garnet Lee. Welcome to Week Confirmed and we have made it. It is November. It is the month of the launches. You may officially Whoa. switch over to counting down days. A uh, days, folks,
2: days. Does that mean a, a new generation has officially started?
0: I don't know. As long as it doesn't come in like a wrecking ball, I'll be happy. <laughs> I'll be perfectly freaking happy. That is my partner in crime Jeff Canada.
2: What is up? That is obviously spelled with two N's and one T. Gotta get that in there. Very excited about November. Are you guys are you guys doing Movember? I feel like uh producer Dave is doing Movember already.
0: Dave, are you guys like, look how well Stash. He's got the Ron Burgundy. Effect. Did you see his Ron Burgundy jacket? By the way, we were recording this on Halloween. Yeah in preparation for november and he's got the awesome ron burgundy jacket looking yes, very does. very much stash in, costume. Is in full effect uh we have dueling jeffs jeff mattis is here as well today yes
2: i am here great to be here guys i don't i don't think it's dueling i think it's like a co-op mode
0: Oh okay me yeah. co-op mode yeah, yeah. Can be yeah. Co-op mode. and andrew yoon as well who is uh, the other person who actually joined the festivities in costume today
3: yeah i'm dressed up as miley cyrus from the wrecking ball video <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: really awkward We're dressing here. down <laughs> <laughs> You don't really need much oh, of a dear. costume for that.
0: <laughs> anyway, I'm excited, man. It's November. We are yeah, down to days. Down happening. to mere days. One of the most exciting things is is that within another couple of shows, we won't have to do any more of this. He said, she said, God, rumor so this, rumor that. And uh, man, people, the, the audience has gotten tired of it as well. And understandably so. It's gotten it's gotten to really just sort of worn, ground us all down to And what pieces. happened to the official Shack News,
2: we can confirm, thread? It has become... What has it become? There's some sort of arguing about consoles. Which one's better?
0: What has become Uh, of the internet?
2: Yeah, I guess. That is the internet. It's just a symptom of a greater problem.
3: I really wish uh, people that have the consoles could just say outright whether or not these rumors are true. Because clearly they're out
0: there in the wild. That is... You know, the funny thing is, especially when you hear these rumors, it's interesting to see how different outlets pick what they publish and which way they take them. Because if you're listening, there is there is there are any number of people who are who are ready to whisper anonymously to you whatever side of the argument you might want to hear. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not kidding. I mean, really, there are, I mean, yes. So, uh, you know, there has been a lot of information that has come, well, some information has come out this week, but there's definitely, you know, developer rumblings on both sides. And I think a lot of times it does come down to, you know, what sort of experience those developers have had as well. Oftentimes, yeah. getting ready for launch is grueling hard work. And if mm. things aren't going right, you bet you're... Frustrated, frustrated, pissed off. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course.
3: One one thing that I find really unreasonable about the internet's reaction to the new consoles is that they seem really surprised that there's going to be giant patches for these things on day one. Both both yeah, we've known about that actually for
0: a long while. And and the thing
3: is, like, people That's the way it is now. people don't seem to understand that like, like these machines, if you want to make millions of them on day one, you sort of have to make them months in advance and and typing the ones and zeros. You can sort of do that until the last minute.
2: Not so. only that, but we're in a we're in a new environment now where these these things are evolving machines over time, and you're going to have patches over the lifetime of the machines, as we did in the last well, generation. That became that a huge deal for changed Xbox. Them. Yeah, I mean, that wildly changed them from from what they were day one to what they let us not forget. Into.
0: We we now take the current Xbox Live for granted, but that was not the gener- that didn't no, launch that. That was the no. whole you know what was it? What did they call it? Next gen? No, not new new generation what they had
3: some yeah, it was, it was some sort of catchphrase yeah, yeah. New, new xbox experience new xbox
2: experience
0: yeah. yes it was a new ex- xbox and experience and same thing with
2: ps3 you know there was there was there's been a lot of titanic changes over the course of these consoles yeah. lifespan so what we get on day 1 is a far cry from what we will get you know over the life of these these systems
0: as long yeah. as we're we into this subject i suppose we could just go ahead and start by digging through some of this stuff okay um uh, one thing I've noticed also, as well, is that there's been a, so one of the biggest questions, and I think this is the the one of those. If I was on the outside as an audience member, I, where are where are all of the? I have this thing. I'm playing it. I remember back at One Up, mm-hmm. you know, if we were two weeks out from the console launch we had a lot more to go on than we've had here. And, you know, there's been a lot of conversations around, you know, Sony holding this PlayStation 4 launch review event in New York. Right. And, you know, we don't have either Xbox One or PS4 Mm in-house. And, you know, it is it is a little bit frustrating. I think that you know Andrew and I were talking about this earlier and he pointed out that the software is probably coming in very hot, you know, very last minute and just playing around with the machine really turns the conversation into so much of a hardware-based uh, story, which is interestingly enough what Sony has been working uh I don't know whether directly or indirectly, but I mean that's sort of the story of the PS4 now is the is the hardware power. Mm-hmm. And then you know some people have said, "Oh, well that's because the launch lineups are are thin." And that's that's true on on both sides. But it is funny that, you know, uh, that you were sitting here looking at and, well, for instance, just anecdotally, I look at my uh, my Xbox Live friends list and those friends that I have who work for Microsoft, they've been fiddling around with their Xbox Ones for at least a couple of weeks. Now, of course, I would imagine that a large part of that is testing. Mm -hmm, You know, they they probably have everybody... Who has uh, anything to do with the games division with an Xbox One, and they have like a laundry list of we need you to do this, we need you to do this, we right. need you to log in and try this, and then do that, and then do this, and at eleven thirty p.m. do this. You know, so I, I get that, but I the, the the fact is that there are definitely systems out there, and, and I was talking to uh, someone online about this and said, you know, if I were doing this, and maybe it, maybe it just shows that I'm not meant to be a PR person, but I take like. A thousand machines in each region, and just put them in the hands of anybody. First of all, everybody at every media outlet, and then YouTubers and blog writers. I mean, really, well, you're, talking that's, about, that's, you're talking about a machine that's going to sell millions. So, giving away a thousand to generate conversation is is that, nothing. Yeah.
2: That's the confident version of of the campaign. That's the confident version that you know there may be more control desired. Uh, for the moment, oh, yeah, no, up I to the yeah. moment that these consoles oh. come out. It's and absolutely I, about control. And I
3: think for now, Sony is clearly a lot more confident than Microsoft, given that there's already PlayStation 4 reviews out there in terms of the games, at least. So yep. even, though, even though reviewers might not have the console in their hands, um, we we already see games like Assassin's Creed 4 being reviewed on PlayStation 4. Yeah. Uh, and so, and you know, why why isn't something <laughs> like Battlefield 4 reviewed on Xbox One, for example? You know, it, it seems. At least from the public's perception, it does seem like Microsoft is sort of closing their ship a lot more and they're not really letting people <clears throat> know what the system can and can't do. Well, and,
4: and Sony flat out won the messaging up to launch. I mean mm-hmm. there's no question mm-hmm. about the rollout and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. I, yeah, it's understandable to me why somebody like Microsoft at, the, Microsoft at this point would be a little gun shy about being like –
3: but they have to get ahead of those rumors. You know, I, a lot of these rumors are really damning
4: whether or yeah, not they're true or not. I totally agree with you that that is the right strategy. But I think that there's a lot of people that are just don't want anything, any messaging to come out at this point that is, you know,
0: might cause them some problems. And it's probably overreaction at this point. But So we're last week and we won't go too terribly deep into this subject. We did talk about the whole uh, resolutions controversy over the uh, relative power between the boxes couple of things have at least been confirmed. Infinity Ward, a matter of fact, directly confirmed uh, in comments that they are rendering Call of Duty Ghosts at 720p internally and upscaling it at 1080p on the Xbox One and rendering it at 1080p on the uh, PS4. So yeah, you can lay that to rest. I mean, that is confirmed. Confirmed. And uh, the digital foundry piece, they did the pixel counting thing and they found that Battlefield is rendering it at a 900 resolution on PS4 and 720 on the uh, Xbox One. And you know there's been tons of conversation about how much more data that means, how much more stuff there is on the screen. Um, there was an interesting comparison that Eurogamer did, which I guess is also Digital Foundry, about image quality. Yep. And it really was closer than they thought it would been, but they still gave it to, uh, to PS4. One of the things that, that comes out of this, I suppose, also is it's very early, and so now the whole conversation is, you know, we're, I think we're reaching to really, I mean, look, I, I just, I'm sort of I, I'm actually thinking about it and going, do I even want to talk about this anymore? Because it's sort of, it's sort of moot. The machines are going to come out. They are where they are now. And the real question is, and this is, I think, the concern is, it, is both of them are a serious investment of money. Mm-hmm. And you want to feel like a year from now and two years from now that they're going to be. You know, still a high performance machine that are, that's worthy of what you paid for it. I think we can be pretty safe in assuming that the both of these
2: companies are going to support we, these systems for a long time. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of really awesome games that come out on both of them. Uh, I don't think we've ever had a generation where two major players are closer in. I mean, the, the, the degrees to which they're different are are minor. You know, as far as what the games are going to be like on each each system, I don't know. I mean, were were the differences between PlayStation
3: Two and Xbox One, uh, Xbox Original really <laughs> yeah. that that significant? Obviously, Xbox had better looking games, but ultimately, well, PlayStation now, Two ended up being the
0: dominant platform. You know, and I would say right now, PS3 and 360 like super parody. especially yeah, yeah, as at once, yeah, once they very like, different architectures, but you know, well, yeah, in it, terms
3: of game performance I mean, you can, yeah you
0: can argue you can argue that there are PlayStation 4 games that look better than things that you've seen on Xbox 360. You, know, I, you mean it, PlayStation Three games? Oh, for sure. Yeah. What did I say? You said PlayStation Four. I oh, mean, yeah. It, sorry. Yeah, you could argue that there are PS Three exclusives. Well, you could. You can Naughty argue. Dog games. You could argue that Naughty sure. Dog games certainly, with their engine, look better than. You can argue that Definitely.
3: PlayStation Three games look better than certain PlayStation Four games. As, as <laughs> beyond, I mean, beyond is such an incredible yeah. looking game, and it? Last of Us too. Yeah, I,
2: I would say though that that what I mean maybe maybe I came to that more from the fact that I don't you you, you mentioned saying the. Um, the lineups, launch lineups are thin. Yeah. I only think that the perception is that they're thin because you can get almost all these games on other systems. If, if the launch launch lineups, because of them
0: being multi-platform, right?
2: If, if the launch lineups of these, these games were exclusively next gen, and weren't available on the current gen systems, oh, it would be like, holy crap, look at the games that are coming out right, right at launch. Sure, then
3: a lot of people are like, why should I bother
2: upgrading right. to a
3: PS4 or Xbox One if I can already play Assassin's Creed And that's on- where the
2: discussion comes to like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I have to count pixels on stuff because that's really the only differentiator. Mm-hmm. If it's the games, it's well, exactly that saying,
3: the same. It's not, that, I mean...
2: It- Regardless of the resolution, the next gen
3: versions of these games do look significantly better and right. do support more features. You know, I don't think anyone's going to say, "Well, NBA Two K fourteen only has a higher resolution on,
2: on next gen than." Well, games. obviously, and I'm I'm in that camp as well. I mean, I'm I'm in the I'm holding out for um, Assassin's Creed four for, for next gen. I'm not playing it right now because I want that experience and so I, I definitely get that but I feel like
0: Well, you don't want the experience you want the visual experience. I
2: want my it's gonna first It's going to be the ex- same game. Well, I want my first exposure to that world and those environments yeah, yeah. and that, you know, story to be the best it can
0: possibly be. Well, and be the, the
2: overall design though of these games, these these,
4: you know, ones that straddle both generations, it's it's not it's the same game design-wise, it's just what can we do technically that we couldn't do and right. so it's like a, you know, a slightly more polished version and if you're on the fence about what console to buy and you're looking at what do i need this console to play that may not be a lo- enough for a lot of people to go well i want a prettier assassin's creed so I'm gonna, right. i know, mean i don't think there's i don't think bucks. there's
3: any really next gen games coming out and i think that's the case for hmm. pretty much every recent so generation even
0: even discounting you know kill zone forza i mean because they're they're still rising. based
3: on current gen design philosophies right okay. we haven't really seen a game okay, where right. it's like oh man outside of graphics this is only well, possible mean, on next yeah they gen, knew you know? that
4: when they built these things yeah. that they were going to be for both systems so it's like we can't yeah. if we if we release a totally gimped version for the current gen of consoles then nobody's going to buy it and then everybody's going to wait until you know, so you, you cannibalize yeah. your own. I mean I
3: think way. I think the last launch game that really like sort of redefined things was Super Mario sixty four. Yeah, yeah. That, that was Halo. a long that was a long time ago. Halo. I, I think Halo did Halo did do a lot of things. Well, you, but raise, I think you raise
0: a very good question. It's one that Red Swirl raised in the show thread. You asked about the Show Thread this week. So there was some really good stuff in there. One of the, this was one. And Red Swirl raised this question of what will the first killer app be for next gen? Mm. You know, and he, and he posited that. You know of the of the Rezu launch gun, t- yeah. Well, that, no, that of the launch titles that there isn't that there isn't the there isn't the killer game there. There isn't the oh my god like you know you know revolutionary or or mind share changing game that each there of them really wasn't that last generation. No, either. no, there, no wasn't. there wasn't. No, there wasn't. And you, know, you had to look for and we pointed out some of those. Said, you know, Geometry you
2: look- Wars maybe
0: had to point to something like Halo later on. So what do you guys, if you're looking out into the landscape of the future, what do you think the first? you know, killer game for either of these for next gen will be? Well, I think the easy answer is Titanfall. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. is the one that everyone's pointing toward. Yeah. No doubt.
2: Um, I don't know. I don't know. It, I, I, remember Titanfall is not exclusive to next gen. Not either. at all. So not at it, all. It's
3: still a current gen game that happens to also
2: be on next gen. And like, PC. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, what is coming? What is coming on the early part of next year? I mean, I, I don't don't, know Titanfall's March, right? I mean, I don't think
3: we're gonna yeah. see a truly next gen game for at least at least a year I for mean, me, it's the
2: division. I'm waiting for that game that's that's what well, un- yeah, well, I mean what about. we're gonna see for the first year is a lot of
4: you know design wise current gen games that have better looking visuals and some more particle effects and volumetric nonsense and and you know that's all great, but it's i think I think yeah it's you're gonna wait until this last generation hits this wall where it's starting to phase out a little bit before they're like. Okay, we really want you to take the plunge and, you know, yeah. like start investing in the new games or, or whatever. But
2: I don't know. We'll see.
0: What about Destiny? Yeah.
2: But isn't that a little later? Yeah. I mean, you, I, you said first, but I, I, I how get long, your point. I
0: mean, how long do we go for the first? What could yeah. be the first? Could it, could it be a situation where it takes a, a, you know, next wh- Christmas? <laughs> I don't think that's out of the question. Yeah. I don't think it's completely out of the question because you are talking about launch boxes. And it's kind of normal. I mean, that was Red Swirl's almost. point. He says, you know, I could be wrong and a massive chunk of the Call of Duty, Madden, Battlefield, and Assassin's Creed fan base might deem it necessary to play those games on next-gen, but my current feeling is that a whole lot of those people will accept the option that doesn't require buying even a $400 console. Yeah, Because you can play Assassin's Creed without dropping even 400 bucks on a PlayStation 4, much less $500 on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And so, you know... There will be folks. You know, and, and I think we're actually I mean, look, we're and talking you play it earlier. We're talking <laughs> you know? Well, you know, at this point it's not that far out. You're only talking a week or two, but yeah. it is you're right. It I'm is I'm having a hard time right.
2: not playing that those right.
4: games right now. Well, I mean, and I'm having enough fun with we'll get to Black Flag in a bit, but I'm having enough fun with that, that I may play it again when it comes out on yeah. you know.
0: So on the uh, on the news front then, a few PlayStation 4 developments this uh, week On and as more details come out. First one that caused a, a lot of uh, internet dust up and was a subject of many Twitter conversations was uh, limitations on streaming on the PS4. It turns out the PlayStation 4 is going to have developer tools that allow uh, absolute control over how much of a game is streamed or streamable on the streaming services, including the ability to, um, you know, take little chunks and block them out mm-hmm. redacted for uh
1: spoiler like, spoiler like, oh, protection cool yeah. i have just
2: found the <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i mean it's people oh with... man i can't believe i got there okay guys i'm gonna show you exactly how to get the yeah. <laughs> first you... <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
0: it does seem a, a bit like uh, a a you know Closing the door after the horse is that how it goes? Closing the door yeah. after the horses got out, yeah. Because have, you're not I, gonna the have these
4: have these fuckers never heard of YouTube exactly. I mean, <laughs> like, what is what are they trying to prevent? So, really? like,
0: interestingly enough, YouTube is not gonna be on the PlayStation 4 share at launch, it may well be incorporated later, but you'll only be able to use Twitch and Ustream. Now, of course, if you have Twitch, you can use the Twitch connection to your YouTube to pipe it over there, so you could do that, but you'll be subject to these these lockouts and controls. And look, people who do this a lot, they've gotten very adept at capturing video. There's going to be, even even if they are enabling protection, there's going to be someone who's figuring out ultimately how to work around it. There will be. Yeah. And you're fighting one of your best. You're fighting one of your best. Communication tools. People love watching these and, videos. And, and I'm not to mention that. Is there
4: any data that shows that, that that sort of ruins sales when footage comes out? I mean, like, like, I don't know what they're protecting against other than. We want you to buy our game to be
0: able to see see what's in it. Well, I mean, you, know, you can right now go on YouTube and watch all of Beyond Two Souls. Right.
2: Well, yeah. also we're also extrapolating- extrapo- you not get to play it. Right. To be fair, we're also extrapolating the fact that the hooks are there to the idea that they're going to be used. And it's not necessarily- the, We don't have any clear indication that developers are like, oh, shut down showing this or that. It's just allowing them to have the hooks there, which sure. is a little worrisome, but- you know, who knows if there's they're really going to enforce that or or prevent you from streaming any particular part of their games.
0: I guess it will be the Sony's effectively putting the uh bad guy label back on the developer or the publisher. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, oh, it's the same, same thing as your you fault.
4: DRM, right? Like, they're like, well, we're not going to do anything, but if somebody else wants yeah, to, yeah if, somebody,
1: yeah. yeah, if
3: someone wants to use an online pass, go ahead, yeah, if go someone for it, wants to you know put dlc and it go for
4: it you exactly. Know?
0: Yeah. Um, and this was all because there was a bunch of information on the PS4 that came out. The, the PS4 also will only have one option if you want to use it as a music device when you hook it up to your home theater, and that would be Sony's Music Unlimited service. It won't support. Uh, it doesn't support music CDs. It doesn't support MP3s. Wait, what, what does, is the CD you're talking yeah, about? Is, well, <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> doesn't, it, it doesn't, accept doesn't support A-track. vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't support uh, your home networked uh, media servers. So. I mean, we
3: we can make fun of it, but given that the PlayStation <laughs> Three slogan was "it only does everything," yeah, this this is a huge step backwards. Uh, and I'm and, and granted, you know, they can always add this stuff later down the line, sure, uh, with a firmware update. But man, I mean, I actually really enjoyed using my PlayStation 3 as a as a music player during had awesome parties.
0: visualizers
3: yeah if you especially if you
2: had a sound system hooked up to your TV when when was this how many years ago like 2 years ago
0: yeah
4: exactly so, i wonder so. how much that licensing contributes to them being able to offer that system mp3 uh, no 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 100 bucks but no basically saying we're not going to license or or give you know basically have the technology for you to
0: use all these well for CDs there's some licensing fee that has to be paid in there i, I would imagine it's it's just relatively the, trivial at this point the drive technology or what i don't know it feels like you could sell an app that yeah, would do that. Well, I mean, yeah. you could, well, that's just a music player app. They're selling Music Unlimited. That's the right. only, that's the only way you can get music right now. And yeah, there are other ways to get music into your home theater. But there are certainly a number of people who use this as their way to get music into the home theater. I mean, not everybody has a Sonos or an Xbox or another device hooked up to their network and having your PlayStation as, you know, with a with a great audio component line into your home theater, it was a great way to get music into your system. I yeah. mean,
3: one of my uh one of my favorite things to do on PS3 was to download videos off of YouTube and just watch them I mean, now there's a YouTube app so I guess that's right. sort of moot. But just even like you know when when konami sends over the like uncompressed metal gear solid 5 trailer i'm like yeah i'm going to i'm going to stream that over on my ps3 like cuz i want to see that <laughs> yeah. on a tv so i i really hope that sony understands how important media is to playstation i'd think you know i mean ever since the ps so as well
1: i
0: mean and yeah. i i don't know that it was entirely motivated by desire to move people into buying music unlimited but i think i
3: I, I think i think they certainly had
0: something to do with it
3: yeah i think the fact that they put that as a priority over supporting mp3 i think that that clearly shows where sony's head was yeah Uh, i don't i I think it's probably a lot more difficult to support a a streaming music site that you know works as background music across every game than to support mp3 which (laughs) Pretty much, like your watch can do. Now, what can
4: you can you pull that music from the Sony service onto some other device, or is it? Yeah, I mean, I
3: I use Music Unlimited, uh, so they have Android
4: and iOS apps. I mean,
3: it 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 works like Spotify or Xbox Music, right? But I mean, basically,
4: they're like, hey, don't use iTunes; like, use this for your. You know,
3: it, well, it, it's not that you don't you shouldn't use iTunes. It's that you shouldn't use Spotify or right. and, any of those streaming I think you shouldn't use subscription iTunes. Yeah. services.
2: So.
0: But probably the most infuriating thing for uh, PlayStation fans this week was the confirmation that Titanfall will be a Xbox and PC exclusive,
2: meaning both Xboxes.
0: Period. Yes, that's the one Xbox and One and Three Sixty. And PC, uh, as confirmed by Electronic Arts, who apparently forgot to tell Vince, uh, the head of the studio making yeah. the game, ahead of time. Hey Vince, by the way, uh, we cut a deal that your game is going to be exclusive for its lifetime, not just the launch. I mean, clearly Microsoft
3: opened up their checkbook of, oh, yeah. a little bit more, being like, so how many copies do you right. think you'll sell on on PlayStation 4 when when that version comes out? I don't know. A million? Okay. Here's sixty million dollars. You know, <laughs> like th- that. That's how it works, right? Like it's just <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> works. So.
2: that's how it works. I love it. Uh, and every and, meeting, yeah. And here's sixty million. Tell me the number. All right. Here's a check.
3: And the, and the thing is, I mean, that's not really sustainable for Microsoft down the line, which is why yeah. Titanfall. If it does end up being, you know, a hit, I'm sure Titanfall Two will end up on PlayStation because EA will be like. Well, I think this time we're around we're going to sell like, I don't know, 5 million. It's like Mass Effect says high.
1: Yeah. I
0: mean, look, they're yeah. going they can follow the Mass Effect routine here, but if it worked out great for EA to get a payday on on a launch title. Getting
3: that- a guaranteed amount of money from Microsoft for a new IP in a new generation. I mean, that that's a win yeah, is, the win for them and the developer
4: GTA and arguably smarter than doing it the other way where you're yeah. like, let's just go on multi-platform. This I mean, is your yeah.
0: GTA DLC. Basically, same sort of thing where they're just reaching out and and then sp- throwing money at the developer and guaranteeing them. And, know, that and let's money not in forget
3: market. that when they announced GTA DLC, that that was an experiment. You know that 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 wasn't something that that had really been done before. The idea of of continuing a campaign with this massive and likely won't be post launch DLC and probably won't happen ever again because <laughs> well, they, it wasn't they, it wasn't that successful. They did but. do it with
4: Red Dead though, so they still didn't completely yes. abandon. it. But yeah, I mean, I, but
3: I mean, having having that.
0: Security from Microsoft yeah. being like, "Hey, why don't you try that here? Yep. Take all this money." That's not going to happen. Yeah. I definitely felt bad for Vince Impella though, we just sort of like get blindsided by. Oh yeah, by the way, we we uh, we did a deal. Sorry, we hadn't got. So it got le- so at did all- you
2: not see that email that uh, Vince? Oh, uh, th- I'm sure you were he, cc'd
0: on that.
3: He seemed really flustered <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> well, well,
0: and and so then the the upshot of that was then he immediately replied that oh you know we'll do other games in the future, implying that you know Titanfall's sequel would be multi platform. But I think. You have to, he, he he backed off of that a little bit later on by saying that right now they're focused on Titanfall and they're not talking about even doing a sequel yet because they're still trying to make this game. Yeah. And the point is, you know, I feel bad for him. And then at the same time, all the news services wanted to make a story of next, next respawn game will be on PlayStation 4 when really what that was, was Vince going well, shit! I don't want to not. I don't want to just be an Xbox house. Yeah. I mean, that's really the the thing about. I mean, the perspective. I think I
3: think all developers want their games to reach as many people as possible. Yeah, so, of course. You know, excluding the PlayStation audience, I'm sure if he had the choice, he would rather not. You of know? course,
0: but then at the same time, I wouldn't read too much into it as well because if Microsoft backs the Fort Knox trucks up to respawn for a sequel. I mean I that would be a pretty hard thing. Why would they turn it down? Now, now there's so much to happen between, right? now, so and between yeah. now and then. Right, so much between now and then. So so relax. Don't do it. <laughs> no, no. Relax, respawn. Right. Relax yeah. and and respawn. That's what we should do. We should relax and respawn. Enough of next gen console stuff really seriously. Count the days. Be excited. Yeah. Be, be excited. We'll be playing we'll be talking a lot about next-gen in the next gen in I'm super few stoked. Weeks. I'm I'm actually so I guess that was why I was I started into this conversation I was like oh, I'm just going to stop because I really I, I just want to be excited about them I'm, I'm someone someone actually got really excited. mad at us in the in the uh, in the show thread about not having an opinion to help them decide which one to buy and first of all I know it's really tough and you know I am, I am completely sympathetic to trying to figure out which one of these boxes to get because it is at a significant expense and like if you buy both of them it would be a thousand dollars and I am not I'm not holding back on my opinion. Well, talk to me on November twenty second when I have both of them in my house. I'll tell you which one I like more. Yeah, and then again I'm and like for me I'm not holding back my opinion. I'm much more interested in the games and which games I can play. And if I came down to them, I, I've said this before, so I will repeat it yet again for the ten billionth time. If I was only buying one right now, it would be the PlayStation Four right now, mm-hmm. but. Take that for what it's worth. I mean, that is that is my opinion. But and, I think both of them are great. And I mean,
3: and for me, if I were to buy one, it would be Xbox One right now. So. Hmm. But I uh, think PlayStation Plus is a great value. So I think if you have PlayStation Plus, four hundred dollars plus that, awesome. Equals two free games right off the bat on PlayStation Four. That's an incredible value,
1: you know. Yeah.
0: But then being being a gearhead, the game I most want to play that is you know an exclusive title is Forza. Hmm. But the right. delta between how much more I want to play Forza and the hundred bucks extra for Connect. And what's out going out, you know, with Killzone and Resogun on PlayStation Four. If I was just yeah. buying one, like that's it's such a teetering scale, but I you think know it would be
2: a little bit to PS Four. You know, it's crazy, and I'm excited because Andrew's here to talk about this. Uh, I think I might be most excited, most excited about game Super Mario Brothers
3: super mario 3 world yeah yeah oh, has, she's i've it, it? i not played it yet oh it, it's so good yeah. all right i think right, that to
0: we will take all our break we, we will take our break and if you want to when we come back we could talk about that and then go into black flag sounds good How about that all right we'll be right back this episode a week and confirmed is brought to you by the gamefly app the must-have app for gamers with info on over fifty thousand console handheld ios and pc games Get up-to-the-minute gaming news along with thousands of HD videos and screenshots. Get into the action by creating your own profile, post updates about what you're playing, and stay connected with friends and other gamers. Tired of standing in lines? Find great deals on new and used games, pre-order upcoming titles, and get GameFly's daily deals all from the palm of your hand. If you're already a GameFly member, manage your GameCube on the go and keep games you like with just one tap. Get the GameFly app for free today on your iPhone, iPad, and Android devices. All right, so... Big big title for the 3ds, Super Mario 3D Land, Savior. One of the one of the pillars of the Savior of the hardware. How do you save the Wii U? Samezies. <laughs> Why not? It worked <laughs> once. Why not do it again?
3: Well, I think I think really the price drop also <laughs> was a pretty significant factor for 3ds. I don't think I don't think the Wii U price drop is as meaningful. Okay.
0: But, but lest you be skeptical, Andrew Yoon is sky high over. Super Mario Three D World for Wii U, sky high.
3: Yeah, no, it's it, it's really terrific. I had a chance to play it about a month ago now, I guess, uh, and I mean, it, it. I was really skeptical of it at E three because it it really did feel very much like oh, it's just three D land, but without the three D. Uh, yeah. But man, that they're, they're uh, th- these are the guys that made Galaxy. Uh, so pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, so the, it's really, the,
0: it's the Tokyo team. Yeah,
3: it's the Tokyo team that made Galaxy, and man, you should not doubt them. So I, I just don't think they showed off the things that really make uh 3D World clever. They so showed what kitty cats? What they yeah. did. They 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 did show adorable cats, and that's like cool and everything. But that that doesn't make a game, right? Right. Um. So some of the other power ups that they showed, I think the the really cool one is uh the double cherry. Uh huh. Okay, get your minds out of the gutter. It's a Nintendo game. Uh huh.
2: All right. Are you guys, good. Mm-hmm. You guys, good? Do, right. don't do go I to, have to. Don't
4: go to
2: <laughs> do not do not do not and do not pay the $4.95 it takes <laughs> to go past the wall. <laughs> do not. I made that mistake. <laughs> anyway,
4: <laughs> back to Double Cherry.
3: So you you pick up the Double Cherry, and let's say you're uh, controlling Mario. Now you have two Marios, and they Whoa. they work in tandem. Like uh, if you move the analog stick up, they'll. Uh, go up and and the thing is, uh, if one of them hits a barrier, then they'll just they'll like end up being out of sync. So your your and your button inputs they all work the same. So eventually they start falling apart. If you Crazy. hit another double cherry, now you have three, you have four, you have wow. five. Um, and if they if they get hit, obviously you lose one of them. Uh, and the cool thing is, power up stack on top of that. So if you get a fire flower while you have five Mario's on screen, now you have five fire Mario's throwing fireballs. Epic. And, And they actually design the levels and puzzles around how many characters you're trying to control at once and reward you if you can get through an entire stage without losing one of them. So eventually, it's it's just madness where you're trying to, like... (laughs) you're trying to like lasso in like seven different marios into a single pipe and you're like come on let me i have to bump <laughs> him into the wall here and like but then you're trying not to lose the ones that are up on top and you're 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 keeping track of and
2: it's such a it sounds like um, a a bunch of indie games that i've played you know where you can yeah. like replicate yourself like, and, and, and that's why mario has had such
3: good lasting power because they come up with really interesting new mechanics they and, reinvent yeah uh, mm-hmm. So even something as simple as, as the Double Cherry, that could, like, define an entirely new game, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, entire games are made out of this one power-up
4: right. that you find in 3D so, World. So would you say it's a mechanic that makes you feel like you've played, you're you playing Super Mario Bros. for the first time?
3: Yeah, it feels like a completely different game. Um, I, I, I'm not exactly sure why you're nodding your head so... Oh, no, that was
4: <laughs> that was half question, half double entendre. <laughs> double Cherry.
3: Everything is just going over, it's <laughs> over a, my you know, head, gotta, Keep rocking. What? What are you guys
2: talking? Guys? No, no, no! no, no. <laughs> guys? I just talked about Martin Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's 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 amazing. I can't. It is it has become my most
3: anticipated fall it release. Is, it is also my most wanted game uh, before the end of the year. And uh, I mean, from what I played of it, I wouldn't be surprised if it took home the gold at the end of the year. Just because it 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 really is the most surprising Mario game that I've played in a really long time. And they've all been pretty good. Oh yeah, minus. New Super Mario Bros. 2 on 3DS. I think that one was sort of <laughs> phoned in. But outside of that one, in spite of like an annual release for these games, yeah. they've all been really sort of incredible. Even uh, Mario U was a really great sequel to Mario World. And so that's one power-up. I do think that uh, stealing the Mario Bros. 2 mechanic of being able to play as Princess Peach, uh, mm-hmm. play, playing as Toad and Luigi, and having different jumping abilities, that, yeah. that's actually really great. Uh, especially in a 3D world. and And... and and they designed the levels to take advantage of that. So you, you know that only Luigi can access certain parts and you know Peach can only do certain things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also do interesting things with perspective that don't require uh, 3D because obviously the game doesn't support 3D TVs. Uh, so they actually uh, do interesting th- things with light. Uh, mm. So there's actually uh, this thing called the light box, which um, Mario can point and aim at walls, and uh, you can actually aim it at a ghost to make them blow up. But they also play with foreground and background elements, so that so that things in the foreground can cast shadows, and and it, it's a it's a really interesting way of of using the added power of of Wii U to like use graphics to imp- influence gameplay. Uh, so I think that's really cool. Uh, I think the the clear pipes. I think that's a really subtle thing. But when you combine that with other things, so with clear pipes, you can enter them, or you can change direction at any time um and enemies can go in them, so you have this like whole entire like new mechanic once again, where uh you know goombas might be jumping in, you might throw a fireball in there, but you're trying to like navigate into like a specific area, and they actually come up with puzzles with that too hmm. so there there's all these like exciting play mechanics that they haven't really shown off too much, and then when you actually see like oh my god, every level has a new way of playing, it becomes really exciting. It, 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 it's a lot like Galaxy, right? Galaxy yeah. it's like, ah oh man, in, in this blew one... It blew your mind
2: again. Yeah, in yeah. this
3: one level I was just, you know, running upside down on the ceiling, and you know, in the next level I was like, flying through space, and next yeah. level, you know, platforms were appearing out of nowhere. 3D World really does capture that, that, that sense of like, wow, anything can happen. Yeah. And, you know, I'm really excited to play co-op too, because, I mean, the Mario, the new Mario games of shown that co-op mario is like a great way of destroying families
0: <laughs> that wasn't necessarily the intent of it i think it was supposed to be uniting families no,
3: no 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 if if it were to unite families they wouldn't make it so easy to kill one another <laughs> in those games
0: well but it, and, and not punitive so it's sort of a fun killing it, it is it is the sort of killing that you can engage in in lighthearted fun and hopefully not
3: no. That, that's the problem with video games. You think killing is fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. even, even Mario, oh my God. Which yeah, you can sort of, it's, it, it's um, plausible deniability is what it is. Say, oh, oh it is. did I knock you off that ledge? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize uh, that again. Were, yeah. Oh, yeah. shoot. Did I, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I push the button? I picked you up and then threw you across the map? Oh, man. You know, I wish oh, that plausible
0: deniability applied more in games because then I wouldn't be so frustrated when I tried to play the city parts of Assassin's Creed. Ooh. Because that definitely drives me nuts still about that game. This game is like two pieces for me. I know you guys love Black Flag, but that, the thing that most good stood band. up to me. <laughs> I, yeah. I love black Five. they owe, they owe the roots to the velvet underground though <laughs> trust me we have tribute music coming of course so the best part is being able to
4: play is hank rollins and
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird though it's like late hank rollins so he's he's yeah. he's, he's sits around and pontificates all the time he's yeah i got a lot of yeah
0: it's the tattoos you know there's a lot of
2: <laughs> custom tattoos you get
0: a lot of telling you how the world is yeah yeah
2: All right, so you guys are playing it on what systems?
0: Uh, I'm playing Black Flag, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. I'm playing on the PlayStation 3 video game entertainment system. Interesting. And you, sir? 360. Hmm. I'm waiting for next gen, so tell me why I should be excited. You're saying it's two disjointed pieces that are... so here is my disclaimer before I turn it over to you guys to gush about how much you love Assassin's Creed. I've now realized from playing Black Flag, because I was excited about Black Flag, and I wanted to play enough on the PlayStation 3... To have a, a good conversation about it this week, and have some fun with it, and see what was good about it. But then I was thinking, oh, this will be one of my big next gen games because yeah. I've seen it on next gen, and we can talk some about those comparisons. Having seen it on PlayStation Four and now played it on PlayStation Three, you'll definitely be happy if you wait. This is not this is not a gun, you know, tracing back to you know Xbox era. This is you know the game. It's looks more better. much much. It looks definitely yeah. easily identifiably better, and it doesn't just look like they slap some texture models in there. I mean, it definitely looks very nice in in the next gen system. But
3: it still looks great <laughs> on current. Oh, shows. it does. Yeah.
0: Although there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy pop in. They're definitely the, the engines definitely being pushed. Yeah, it's comparable to the last couple
4: of Assassin's Creed. I mean, you know, they're slightly better, and and obviously this is the open ocean stuff. But yeah, it's the same. And I
0: think one of the engine. things that would be awesome for you if you're waiting for it on next gen is that the environments are really cool you know especially the tropical islands yeah those big leaves so pretty you know bright and vibrant Mm -hmm. and really cool environments but the bottom line for this is that is that i think what i've realized is that i didn't like assassin's creed one that much and i thought it was because it was repetitious and i've watched you know twos i watched i played two all the way through yeah and i loved two and then i watched the other twos and was like i'm not really drawn that much to them (laughs) and then i wasn't it wasn't at all encaptured by by three and now i'm playing black flag and the no. part the part that is traditional assassin's creed still i just get i get annoyed by it i get annoyed by the way the detection the detection circles work i get annoyed by the fact that the way their free run system works to make it work also makes it annoying and that anytime you go by any little ledge it tries to run you up them and so you get pulled off in directions you're not trying to go and yeah. and, and that gets annoying i sympathize with that hmm. and 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 then you have the following missions, and it still goes back to a lot of, oh, now I go climb up this and sit up here and synchronize, and, and all That's that That's the most part, fun part to me, is the synchronizing. So then all of that part sort of pales, because then the, the shipboard combat stuff is fucking awesome. Hmm. It's so good, and I'm sure you guys will get into that, but the but the final thought of that is that I realized, I think actually the reason that I liked Assassin's Creed 2 so much was that the appeal of the Italian Renaissance overwrote any of the issues that I have with the rest of the game. And I just loved being in the Italian Renaissance so completely. You don't like being a pirate? Oh, it's, it's not where it's Yar. not. Why are you going to say that? It, well, the character, like the, I'll let you guys talk about it. I'll let you guys say, it. that's just my opinion and I, I will, def, I, I'm still gonna play it on PlayStation four because bottom line is that the part that is the shipboard combat is so freaking fun. They hit such a good, balance point between making it a, you know, a a hardcore simulator, but still making you feel like they, they accomplished what a good driving game, a good, a good arcade driving game does, Mm. you know, like what project Gotham used to be able to do was make you feel like you're driving a car, but it's not like driving a car at all. Right. This is like, makes you feel like you're sailing a giant ship and commanding it on the oceans and, and shooting other ships, but it's not like that at all. Right, i man. mean
3: yeah. yeah the fact that uh the naval combat i my favorite uh naval combat moments are the ones where you fight forts uh would you agree or i
4: i just got to the part where i'm about to fight my first fort. okay yeah so I, I was actually just pl- plowing it through as much as i could in the past two days just so i could try i didn't make it to the diving bell mm-hmm. stuff but that's that's the stuff oh uh, really yeah yeah so
3: uh Forts, I mean, because they are castles, are stationary objects, so really, the fact that it's so compelling to fight a stationary object just shows how great the the ship combat is, just, because at that point, it's all about position and timing. I mean, uh, Garnet, you were trying to explain to me, like, the appeal of World of Tanks, right? Where <laughs> and, and Yes, that's, I was. I and mean, that's essentially what you're doing here. It, you're, it, it's, you're, it's, what's yeah. even
0: more so on the shipboard, so I, I mean, I'm Go ahead. You were talking about the forts. For me, I much prefer the ship to ship combat because of the m- the maneuvering element that is augmented by your opponent moving. Because you still have to maneuver a lot against the forts to get like the, the because of the power of the fort. The, the thing fort- is, yeah. The thing
3: is, if you screw up against the fort, oh, you're, you're dead. Toast. You're instantly mm-hmm. dead. You are toast. And, and so for me, that's like really because there's no leeway that that makes it really a lot of fun. Granted, I also refused, I adamantly refused to upgrade my ship for as long as possible. Oh, okay. so Why would you do that? I, I I I every time the like when you start a ship mission, there's like a a, a warning at the beginning. that's like you really should upgrade your jackdaw up if you want to do this. And that was like a challenge to me. Oh, you just want to be a badass. I see how it is. <laughs> I'm like, I never, I never I'm saw like, that. i screw you, Ubisoft. No, I'm going d- to... I did that until the very end where I'm like, okay, fine. Like I have to actually, Andrew's I, taking
4: on forts in a dinghy. <laughs> he's like, yeah, come on. Mother
3: <laughs> well, it's really satisfying when, you, yeah. Yeah, when you're in like a little rowboat and you're like, ha I just took that a of castle. Uh, but but I think what Assassin's Creed 4 does really well and one of the reasons why I like fort battles so much is that uh, it really gives you a great sense of scale. And it shows you how being able to move freely from the boat onto on-ground combat, that, that transition so actually is it, it, it makes you feel really empowered. And it, it shows you, like, this, from the ship, you get, like, the, the, the big battle idea, right? You get this, like, overview of, like, okay, this is what's happening on a larger scale. And you can get really intimate when you either take over someone else's ship and you're, like, killing the captain or you're... Or you're, like, climbing into a, a fortress that you just blew up and, right, you're, right, you know, yeah. trying to find the captain as, like, all these people are just, like, fighting around you. It does it, – it. it's such a great job of, of giving you that feeling that, like, oh, Yeah, man. The,
4: the sense of scale – well, and the, and the other thing that really blows me away is, you know, those past games have always been sort of collect-a-thons in terms of their side content. Mm-hmm. But for some reason – I know it's a little bit of my OCD, but, like, that – Collecting stuff gives scratches the itch that I had wished that Tomb Raider had scratched well, for me. Well, the thing about collecting like back, things in Black Flag, like, like being able to just like sail by an island mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh, there's treasure there," and like you know, pull your ship up and dive overboard and like go to the island and like find a treasure map or find. I mean, the treasure map stuff is like it's it's better than the Red Dead stuff because. You know, Red Dead was like, "Here's a picture." F you. Good luck. This is more like, you know, it'll tell you when you're on the right island, and you can then you can start looking for landmarks. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's
3: still it's still challenging, but they give you enough hints to make you feel like you and, know. And, you're and going you actually the right feel like you accomplished something. So, when you're, so the yeah. reason why collecting is so good in Assassin's Creed Four, and I, I and I regret that I didn't mention it in my review because I it was in my mind, but but the reason why it works is because everything you collect
2: works towards you being a better pirate yeah like the the entire that is so key that's the far cry 3 thing that's like yeah. that's so key when it's when all the stuff that motivates you to get when you when you're in the main part of the game and you're like oh i want to be better at this how do i get better at this oh i go do this other fun mm-hmm. stuff the, instead of re, like oh you know i could pick up a feather feathers are cool well, yeah so and, feathers, be, and, and, feathers
3: and, have been replaced so in, in assassin's creed 3 feathers are uh, well, Oh no! It's actually notebook entries. They would like fly yeah. away, and you have to chase yeah. them. In this game, uh, they're shanties. Sea so shanties. if you, so yeah. if you, it's, if you collect one, your 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 crew on your boat actually starts singing different songs. That's cool. So so once again, like this one of the really arbitrary of the game, collecting <laughs> thing from previous Assassin's Creed games, they've turned that into a meaningful thing that makes cool. your. I, pirating and, and, and,
4: and mechanically, it's and you get to talk about shanties m- mechanically yeah. it's not any different than chasing down the pages from but i could not be bothered to chase down the pages yeah, I mean, but now there's the pre- meaning and now i'm like i, ha- I see a shanty I'm i want like, them oh, to dude, sing I got it. it i mean one of the
3: reasons why collecting things in ac2 for me was was a lot of fun was because you had that whole entire like meta story about right. abstergo and uh, and like once you unlock that final video of adam and eve you're like holy shit i figured it out like that's awesome. That, that really drew you in, but the later games sort of just like here's like a million feathers for you to collect, and it's just like you, you lost that feeling of connection. having having
0: watched the you know brotherhood and revelations be played. I, I completely agree. Collecting the videos in two was like became an obsession because you we were piecing together something right. that really tied in. And yeah, your collect-a-thon stuff. It, but yeah, AC4.
3: Pretty much everything you do in that game is to make you feel like a better pirate or just it makes sense like, in the content in the, like uh, i think the first thing i said to you when i was reviewing the game was like man like it, it feels like assassin's creed was always meant to be a pirate game hmm. like that's, all the, that's yeah. the biggest well, compliment you can give it because
0: certainly from the combat standpoint because here you are now fighting with swords and it feels like oh of, of course i'm fighting with swords i'm a pirate i'm a swashbuckler I'm like, yeah, 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 that's, and yeah And the, and the move and and that's not to say that renaissance era or, or Moorish-era fighters weren't fighting with swords, it's to say that the way the animation system in Assassin's Creed and the counter-heavy system work, it's very... It just a,
3: makes sense when you're on a boat and yeah, you're, you're fighting... Yeah. yeah,
0: it's a very fencing sort of, you know, flamboyant... You, it's a... It's a set of moves it looks like it was animated for pirates and mm-hmm. suddenly you're doing it as a pirate and you're you know deflecting away this guy's sword with your parry and then coming back with a riposte and you're like of course I'm doing that I'm a pirate
3: yeah, yeah. and so whenever you find like a arbitrary chest out in a, the
2: world you mean an arbitrary chest. arbitrary chest
3: yeah. it's like you just tell yourself Well, I'm a fucking pirate like of course <laughs> right. I'm
2: looking for treasure like <laughs> right.
3: everything makes sense now that you're you're a pirate and and so and good. and I and I love how
4: because you can actually spend money
3: on meaningful upgrades.
4: Well, and, and the materials that you have to mm-hmm. gather for like, so ship upgrades, you'll be, you know, you'll find yourself compelled to go out and do piratey stuff, like take out ships that are just doing their thing because you want to get like, go what, whoring you and stuff, get, get your, get your <laughs> uh, wood or your cloth or your metal or whatever it is you need to, you know, make this new thing for your ship, like a new expand your crew quarters or, yeah. you know, get a new masthead or, or make it, Better armor, go faster, whatever. I mean, in it's previous
3: like... Assassin's Creed games, there was pretty much no reason for you to ever buy anything. You you would collect money, but you could build your homestead if you wanted to, and that's like a cosmetic thing. But right. the fact that you can upgrade the Jackdaw of the ship and you're with it the entire game, and you, you just see how meaningful it develops. You know, you 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 grow a relationship with your ship and so you want it to be better, especially as the odds become more challenging and so having and, unless you're you who uh, doesn't want your ship to be better w- w- but I still felt connected to it right yeah. so I, I i felt bad like oh, man now i do really have to upgrade it and but you you feel the the difference immediately mm. uh and that that's really impressive to have have a, an upgrade tree where where even a single difference becomes noticeable just instantly and there's a huge upgrade tree so you know even when i beat the game i i never got all the upgrades for my ship no you didn't
1: yeah
4: uh, well i mean i think that, i think they incorporate cuz there's so much like distractionary optional stuff and the funny thing is is while i don't feel the narrative is as tied into this conspiracy story and stuff like that oh yeah like you, the,
3: you end up not caring like about like like the other
4: ones but but the the world that you're in and like what you can do in the world is so compelling on its own you're like you don't really need much more motivation to oh dude I'm gonna go check out this island and mm-hmm. get some more treasure and get a couple of shanties and some more crew members and you know a couple of artifacts and you know it's just I I think I really if you like haven't
3: it. played a, if you haven't played an Assassin's Creed game four is actually a really good place to jump into the it's, series I
4: think it's the best game that they've made so far and I loved too you mm-hmm. know like I, I mean, th- this is this is sort of and they're they're depth to your point Garnet there are definitely some problems with it. Uh, but a lot of those things, even the things that were really annoying, like the chase stuff and the and the being able – like now you can use eagle vision to tag guys and then you can see them through walls. So ch- like chasing them is no longer – So
0: I had a real problem with that. And Andrew was telling me it should have been working better for me. But I had a mission wh- and it was actually one of the early ones where I got really, really stuck because even though I had tagged them, I would just fall, say, 30 meters behind them and it would start giving me the 20-second countdown. Oh,
4: well, you, you, I, <laughs> God, think I, you're, I think if
1: I
0: think if you're actively following somebody,
4: like you have to – you have, like, like if they go out of your vision, if they go completely... I mean, the out thing of, is,
3: yeah, you can look through buildings, yeah. so you can still be pretty far away from a target, so long as you're looking at them. That's what
0: I thought, but then it would get mad at me, and then I'd have to go run them down again, and oh, it's just... Well, it's, I mean, the way that
4: they set it up is those those chase sequences are like, you know, if you look at the route that they make you take, it's like, okay, well, they placed a little crowd of civilians here, and there's right. a bench here, and so you're kind of trying to
0: just inch your way up. And then they, of course, but, take you yeah, through if, some... some Completely arbitrary restricted zones. I mean I, mean, I the things that I, the things that I do, <laughs> arbitrary restricted
4: zones. One of the things that I do love is with regards to pursuit and stealth is the, the foliage stuff. So when you walk into like some plants yeah. or whatever, he'll duck down. Now it does sort of bring to light. One of the th- things that has annoyed me the most about the series, which is that if you're an assassin, you should be able to crouch. You should be able to, when you're just in your default walking, you should,
0: Dude, I kept like, clicking the stick, trying to uh, crouch. Yeah. I'm like,
4: Oh, that's right. You can't do that. Is that yeah. It's crazy? Yeah. It's, I mean, they do have like, like the, the the stick but to, why why, the stick why to, do you cover. Need to why do you ever need to crouch oh because i just here? feel like I, like if i'm sneaking around and i'm like walking from one patch of bushes to another i don't like my guy walking out of the bushes standing up and uh, just so for, over for to the me other one. for me
3: it's like you're 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 crouching in the bushes and then you're bolting from one set of bushes to the next set of bushes like you're never like yeah. moving slowly oh
4: no 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 I, I i basically i watch guys patrol patterns get behind them they're gonna I'm, they're gonna walk by this bush and then you grab them pull them into the bushes kill them and move on and i don't know yeah it's it's I do like what they're doing with the stealth, but I think it's sort of like eighty percent realized as opposed to like I well, don't.
3: Well, no, I think I think the stealth is actually mostly tiresome because it hasn't really changed that much since the
4: uh, well the first game. really. Yeah, with the exception of being able to move from now, it's, you don't have to look for a hay bale. You can just if you're out in the jungle, you yeah. can just go into the plants. The you know? tree running is
3: really great. I, yeah. I, I love how movement through that uh, world is. Uh, too bad you didn't have a chance to try, try the underwater I know, stuff. I know, I was trying to get there because actually that that is like. A huge surprise you know how uh the naval combat in ac3 was like man that was really yeah. good i wish there were more of that right that that's that's ac4's equivalent okay. where you're like man there, there's only there's there's not too many of those sequences but man they are so good and and the concept of underwater stealth mm-hmm. man that like you i'm how like does, how it just does that work. so good they, they they're, they're totally gonna make a game where where it's all about you being deep like deep sea diver. Yeah I, yeah. I
2: would totally play that because you have what to, era is most underwater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so actually Atlantis. The, the cool thing about
0: AC four is that if you <laughs> assassins, Creed Atlantis,
3: right. so I, I feel like AC four story, it, it's not really that, Tied into the meta narrative about the Templar. I mean, there it does make some. Progress, yeah, there's some but, references, but, but but what's really satisfying is the modern day stuff. So,
4: it's so good, like yeah. better than any modern day thing. I that mean, I, done feel in the like, I feel so like I feel like it
3: might be too good because I can't think of how they could possibly top it later on. The later right, no, the but line. it's
4: it's the perfect sort of like. Like I, the thing that I love about this game is that it's it's it has these pillars, and each one of these pillars is really solid in and of itself. But like you know, if you're like, well, I've been kind of running around the island a little bit, or I, I've been sailing around for a bit, there's always something to go to that feels completely different than what you were doing before. Like on on foot action, totally different than sailing and boarding ships and taking stuff out, totally different than the future stuff. I mean, it's it's all really well realized, and and and. Doesn't even necessarily feel like it's from the same yeah. game sometimes.
3: So. Yeah, I mean, well, that's indicative of the way they develop the, yeah. the game. Every section is developed by a completely right. different team. Yeah. But the great thing about the modern day stuff is, um, if you really explore it, and if you're really into the meta narrative, like I am, uh, they actually they give you so many clues about like where where they want to take the franchise, and there's like all oh, these man. like really neat Easter eggs. You know, if you really want to know what happened to Desmond at, at the end of AC three, right. you will find out. You sort of have to look for it, and uh, they're. I think the coolest stuff, though, uh, which I, I'll probably write a sh- post on Shack about it. Um, by the time people hear this, uh, they 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 give you clues as to like where the next Assassin's Creed games are going to go. Underwater.
4: Well, well <laughs> so so two, I think it was in two, they hinted at that was the first time they dropped feudal Japan as a as a hint as a hint, yeah, as a possibility. And I think I think even before. Black Flag went into development, they were talking about that being one of the possibilities, and then they were like, oh, well, we might come back to that, but we're going to do... This is our focus. We're doing a pirate game.
3: Well, I mean, they, they've always said that they don't want to do Japan because it's been done
4: in so many other games. Uh, yeah, I, I would still love to see something...
0: I'm I'm more interested coming back to Black Flag in how you felt about... I'm trying not to spoil things that haven't already been talked about. How you felt about the... So in two, and then the rest of the two chain, the you know the, the hub around which everything spun was this conflict between the assassins and the templars, and that was very much the crux of the modern world uh, meta story. And here the meta story starts and goes in a much different sort of well, because you're working
3: for, for the templars, you're, right? You're, yeah. uh,
0: you're starting from that perspective, so. Uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, well, it's, I mean I, it's so I, different. And th- it's like, that, that was
3: my favorite thing about Assassin's Creed three. Uh, was the beginning. Yeah. The beginning. Okay. Uh, and so for me, I I'd love to see well, more so of
0: So your that. true colors have been shown clearly. Well, yeah. well, and
4: if you are a player of the previous games, you will notice some things in that future world that you're like, wow, this is a really cool call. I mean, I, I mean, the, 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 the appearance
3: it. of certain characters yeah, 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 is like yeah, really yeah, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they don't and they don't really like make a big deal out of it either. You no, know, no. They, well, they you don't, have to
4: know if you're like yeah, if, if you don't know, you're just looking at it, you're like oh who are these they? Don't, two people? they
3: don't they don't really telegraph yeah. it,
4: so it's really it's, really, it's really, good. really
3: good for the fans. But so yeah, I, I would say AC Four is really good for people that are completely yeah. new to the franchise because the pirate stuff you can just get into it. I guess what I'm yeah. saying, yeah. is... but if you if yeah if you're into the meta story, it's also really satisfying. I dug
0: the intensity though of the conflict that you felt like was like every moment that you were in the animus in Assassin's Creed two, you felt like you never knew what the hell was going to happen to your real body. Yeah. And, and, and my favorite real world thing is still the credit sequence of AC two
3: where, uh, where Desmond's like, Deathman does that like I know kung fu yeah, <laughs> thing right. from the Matrix, and you're like, but, it, but there's, oh there's that my God, really cool. So cool.
0: You know, there's that really cool tension between you know, here's your your real body is somewhere else, but it might be in jeopardy too. But you're inside the Animus, they, and you have to accomplish something. Right.
3: I will say that they do up the stakes in the modern day story. For the player, okay, uh, cool. so I, I, yeah, I don't want to say anything more than that. But I don't want it, you to spoil it. I just but, like, but yeah, if 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 that was a, a facet that you were appealed by, it happens really late in the game. But they do okay. So that's why do I because yes. so
0: far it's been very tranquil. And well,
3: I I love that it's like a parody of video game companies. You know, yeah. it's like Ubisoft poking fun at themselves. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah. They don't
0: really holding that thing back. They <laughs> no, quite, no, no. quite quite liberally poke fun of themselves. Yeah. All right, Jeff, wake up. You know, what's, I'm here. You know what's coming up next. Path of Exile and Batman? You are the Batman. All right. You are. Yeah. This is the man who's been playing the Batman. So uh, we have the Arkham Origins uh, coming up, and he wants to talk some Path of Exile. Yeah. We still have half a show to go, so stick around, folks. We will be right back.
2: Want to play all the latest video games? Try Gamefly.com, the number one video game rental service. Start your one-month free trial now. Gamefly has over 8,000 titles, including the hottest new releases, like GTA V... Madden 25, and Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Here's how easy it is. Just sign up, select your games, and Gamefly will ship them directly to your door. You can keep the games as long as you want, and there are no late fees, and you can cancel at any time. Once you're done playing a game, send it back, and Gamefly will send you the next available game on your list. Now, you can also play hundreds of PC games with Gamefly's new Unlimited PC Play, free for members. Gamefly also saves you money by letting you try your favorite games before buying them. If you really like a game, simply click keep it on the Gamefly website and it's yours at a deeply discounted price. Start your one month free trial now. Simply sign up, pick your games, and Gamefly will rush them to your door. Go to gamefly.com, that's G A M E F L Y.com, and
0: sign up today. Hey, breaking news. Ubisoft loves gamers. Yeah. Post how that. Uh, post on the Ubisoft uh blog which is blog.ubi.com. Th- this is it, it starts off just noting that they are making the Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag Uplay passport free. So you'll be able Excellent. to get no need no need for the passport anymore. Uh Gary Steinman writes there. I, I know Gary na- Gary's name because Gary's old friend. He used to uh work at official PlayStation magazine and he's been around at Imagine, so he's a good guy now working uh, over at Ubisoft as their communications manager, says that they listen to their community and understand their concerns over some players' ability to access the features, so we've decided to eliminate the cost of the Uplay Passport for Black Flag. And this will ensure that everyone will be able to use the Companion app. Andrew, did you try the Companion app? No, you
3: never gave me your iPad.
1: <laughs> I'm blaming you. I mean, ultimately,
3: ultimately, I did, I, I don't think it. I, I needed it. for you get Edward's game.
0: Fleet. It's true, you do
3: get Edward's Fleet. Uh, by using it.
0: But the bigger bombshell comes a little bit further down after the first image where it says, what's more, you play Passport will not be a part of any future Ubisoft games. So nice. <laughs> well, a, I mean, what so
3: publishers nice. still use online passes? I well, mean, I think Ubisoft's actually late to the By party. the way, this is
0: still, the, this is a publisher who on their PC games, still has the whole, you know, install oh, control man. and their crazy yeah. DRM that really yeah. irritates Pete. So they're they're still making PC gamers quite upset, but Hey, step in the right direction. Indeed, their explanation is that the UPlay Passport program was initiated as a means of giving customers full access and support for online multiplayer and features, along with exclusive content, bonuses, and rewards. However, games today are blurring the lines between offline and online, a between between what is single player and what is multiplayer. Based on that and on the feedback we receive from you, we recognize that Passport is no longer the best approach for ensuring that all our customers have the best possible experience with all facets of our games. Hey. Fuck yeah. yeah yeah nice move that is Bravo we will applaud that that is indeed. that is a definitely awesome news so
2: sweet so so what do you do
4: just I guess I guess they're gonna change the lot when you first boot up the game it's gonna be like
0: uh so this says it'll be a you'll have a download off the store for now oh. so there'll be there'll be like a, it's pass- like a, free a, a dummy download. passport yeah. yeah like a dummy passport or like a passport unlocking well thing I mean love. it's it's when
3: you input your uplay code in there you download something off of marketplace or right PlayStation so now Network. I'll just be there Download. so yeah it's just it's the download just with at zero dollars it's you funny know? you guys say you Sweet. actually
0: log in with UPlay. play I, I see that at the beginning of ubisoft games and i just click past it and like don't do it i've never d- done UPlay. play anything that gives me achievements and gamer score and all that stuff i'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> see, but it's UPlay play score who For- even cares then you're down to like your publisher you do
2: you don't talk about your UPlay play score with people oh Dude, you can, what's your Uplay Play score? Dude, what's your Uplay Play score? Like at
0: least 500, man. <laughs> oh man. How you doing? I own you. I
2: own you on Uplay. Play. <laughs>
0: uh, all right.
2: No, you play. Wait, uh, you guys talking about yo play? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, delicious fruit.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. So was the uh, third Batman as delicious as the first two? Yeah. It yeah. was. You're oh, I I expected you to go the other direction. It's pretty tasty. It's uh it's
2: solid. It's it's solid. After you mix in the fruit yeah, you gotta you know you gotta have the fruit. You can't have the top plane part and then it'll just all the fruit on the bottom. Um, it's solid. It is. It is the Batman you know and love from the Arkham games. Mm-hmm. It is still that I think the best third person action combat system in the business. Totally agree. Uh, and they nail it. It still feels really fun to control Batman. You're still zipping through the city and gliding on your cape. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of really fun new Batman villains in the game to fight. Um, uh, the open world is even openy and worldier. Um, yeah. it, it's bigger. The puzzles are there. The, the puzzles world. are there. Yeah. The, the problem is that it's more of the same, but the same is this really awesome thing. Now, so, now did you have any, did you have any issues
4: with, I, uh, you know, I've been playing for a little while now and I've, I've had some, some technical things go wrong. Like Batman falling through the world and like starting a checkpoint where, I hit an elevator button and the elevator goes up, but Batman stays down. Oh, uh, I haven't had
2: that, but I've had—I've definitely had the in the middle of a fight. All of a sudden, there's a wall in my view, and it stays there, and right. I can't.
0: Fight I've had a couple of bat. So crashes. you got the love in an elevator achievement? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Unfortunately,
4: not. I should have. Damn it! But uh, yes, it's it's. I've run into a little bit of jank, but everything mm. else I you've said, I completely agree with. It's another fun Batman game that is. Maybe a little more of the same. Maybe a little okay.
0: Scratch a little deeper. Thing. I mean, it sounds okay. like we're on, the, we're on the surface here. We're just saying it's more of the same. Blah blah blah. We we know it's the same engine. We know it's a new team. Yeah. though. But I think what's really most interesting for a lot of people is is we're going back and redoing the Batman origin story. Again. Not really. No? no, not really. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of Batman's
2: origin with certain villains, but even that is sort of well, he's, And it. he's
4: already got the bat cave. He's already got the bat jet. He's already yeah. got all this stuff. He, he hasn't, he's, he meets Joker for the first time. He meets a lot of these. Commissioner
2: the Gordon, Commissioner Gordon. He's sort of establishing yeah. his relationship. Right. With. right. But, so yeah.
0: canonically for like a Batman fan, how are they going to, how are they going to parse this? Where's it going to fit into the world for them? How are they going to respond to it? Do you think? I, I mean, I what it is, is a pretty darn well-written fun Batman tale
2: I found. Uh, and the voice acting is awesome, even though we don't have, you know, Mark Hamill or, or I can't remember the guy who used to play Batman, but it's new guys yeah. and they they fill the shoes very well or the boots. Well, Troy Baker <laughs> does the uh, Joker in that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's the new Joker guy. Right. Um, and uh, it, it is, I think if you're going in looking for a Batman origin story, you're going to be disappointed. But who wants a Batman origin story at
0: this point? Well, that's kind of what I was thinking. I didn't yeah. want a Batman origin story. I right. Mean, and it's not We don't that. need to retell that
2: again. It's a fun... The the cool part is that there's a lot of characters that I've never been in a Batman Arkham game yet, you know, that are fun oh sort game. of deep, deep tier rogues gallery characters. That's good. Yeah. Um, Which serves the
4: gameplay really well. But I found that I still miss that one on one narrative between Batman and his nemesis, you yeah. know, like like that's why Arkham Asylum was so good compared to City in my opinion because you had that constant tension that so constant you, you
0: don't have an arch nemesis in this
4: well you do I mean Joker's in it but he's it's, it really is a rogues gallery so mm. so variety which is great and it's like you never know who you're gonna run into next and whatever you're gonna do but you don't ever have this like you know really intense relationship with one
2: or, or you know I had the same thing with, with City City was that way too where you, you yeah. were fighting the next guy yeah it was the like it's like
4: they're all there and it's cool but there was like there was Joker was so maniacal in the first one and con- was in control of everything. And yeah, yeah, they managed to squeeze a couple other. Villains and it seems in there, like but-
0: and, and that sort of you know mirrors a stretch of comic books, right? Because here you have a story arc, and then you felt like you had a story arc in Arkham Asylum, whereas then City became more of a video game. Yeah, it became more. Of a I video agree with game. that. And and maybe I mean, I hadn't really thought this through a lot, but that might be why I quickly ran out of steam on City, whereas Asylum I was like try you know I was really driven through it because you did have that like
4: yeah. that's that well, sort I'm- of. And Black Mask, just, like, so far, I'm not done with it, but he doesn't seem nearly as compelling. Like, Joker's come on, on the scene finally, mm-hmm. and he's completely upstaged, like, everybody else, for the most part, again, in terms of villains. So it's like, I mm. I, I think it benefits. Those games, as open world, and as much fun as it has, is to have that variety. I think it really benefits from having a, an antagonistic relationship that's constantly pulling you through the game, where it's like... Yeah.
2: Well, know, but, you know, I think that also comes with the... Um, Franchisation of, of yeah. the Arkham games. Like sure. the Ar- that first Arkham game made sense. It was like, you're going to Arkham, you know, an insane asylum, right. Penitentiary. And the craziest of the crazy there has taken over and you got to freaking fight your way out. Right. Then we go, well, okay, that was really successful. Let's make it a city. Let's make it a city, but it doesn't really work as a city necessarily because it, it made so much sense that like, the you know the the crazies are running the asylum and you're trapped there and you got to go through all these sections of it and then having that be the city, well it's no, a little
4: bit more of a stretch and it's a huge metropolitan area with no civilians in it right just thugs or or civilians that you have to rescue but like there's yeah. nobody walking down the street or trying to buy you know it's just like yeah. well it's cold so everybody's inside
2: and, and I you know, <laughs> I talked about I this I, I recorded my review uh, of this game for uh, newest latest best which will be out um, next week. And um, the biggest, I I was really going back and forth in my head. Like, why is it, what's the thing about it that people have been so down on this version? Because it's solid. I think it is. Oh, yeah. If you liked those Arkham games, it is more of that great stuff that you like. And I think, honestly, what it is, and it's funny juxtaposing this with Assassin's Creed, because Assassin's Creed is the antithesis of this, is setting. The setting is the same. Ah, You're always in the dark. It's always gritty, urban. It's, yeah. And the fact that you have game after game. It's of Gotham bat- anywhere. It's Gotham anywhere. And, and as, ver- as much variety as they can stack into that city, they do. But they're stuck in the same visual tone. The same, you know, it's, it's all the same motifs everywhere. It's that sort of neon-y. Bat- it's, we all know it. It's Batman. It's iconic Batman. But you can't take Batman to a desert. You can't take Batman, you know, he can't have his fire level. Whereas one of the
0: wonderful elements of Black Flag is that it it immediately plunges you into the Caribbean right? where you're surrounded by palm trees and, you know, glistening white sandy beaches. And as a series, Assassin's Creed has been so great about changing
2: things up. And now I'm in the Renaissance and now I'm, you know, and now. Well,
0: maybe not as a series. I mean, there were three long games there where they were in the Renaissance. Well,
2: but I think the defining characteristic of Assassin's Creed is like these wildly different the historic
1: eras that major, they've approached. Sure. And
2: each one has such a brilliant visual flavor that I think that Batman in a lot of ways plays like an Assassin's Creed game. You know, in a lot, it has its own. Maybe, maybe its we own,
0: need a yeah. Tim Burton Batman game.
2: Well, I just think that there, it would be so great to be able to figure out a way to take this game and put it in a different setting. Justice League. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, uh, That's what I said in, in MLB is like maybe Batman can visit Metropolis. Just for a that'd weekend mean, be, <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> a weekend in paradise <laughs> yeah
2: i mean i love it all the 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 attack rooms are fun there's some new there's some new gadgets the new um uh fast forward and rewind uh oh yeah uh, crime scene, crime scene stuff reconstruction is,
4: that's set. a lot of fun okay yeah. so mean, it's,
2: it's a, a that a, sounds interesting how's that work well so you it's really not uh, that big a part of the game but it's a cool like whiz bang new fi- feature you'll you'll arrive on the scene of a crime and Batman's magic Batman tech can reconstruct based on the evidence that you scan, can reconstruct what happened and it will display it in 3D to Batman. So you see like this, you know, uh, hologram image of the scene and you can scrub through it like you would a video. So you fast forward and rewind. Okay. And, like,
4: and, stru- yeah. and structurally, the way it works is you get to the crime scene and you scan whatever a handful of pieces of evidence that are, you find scattered throughout. And then you get to the point where you can fast forward and rewind. And that last piece of data that you have to find is typically somewhere within the scrub. So you have to like, you know, if something's blowing up, you have to rewind to the part where the explosion blew up and then you're kind of watching, it watching to see where the particles go. And you're like, oh, that's the that's where the key card went that I needed.
0: Interesting. Or, it's like, it's, it, not it's, it's really very, really. It sounds very. Remember me.
4: Yeah. I didn't play that game, but... M- mechanically, it's really not, not a whole lot, though. You're just like, yeah, stand, stand. Rem- remember
3: Me is still better about the invest, uh, <laughs> investigation. investigation yeah, but okay. but it's still cool to tap into Detective Batman. I, yeah, I, yeah. I would love to see a game that, that does more of that right. you know, instead of Punchy Batman. And
0: it's still very Well, Punchy Batman is very good. Punchy Batman is very good, but mm-hmm. I think that it contributes to that sense of repetition of being in the same environments, beating up the same thugs, yeah. using the same combat system. And so, yeah, tapping into detective Batman definitely starts to open some avenues that, you know, haven't been explored as much, right? right. Or detective mode in the first game was abused. I mean, they kind of talked you into abusing it because yeah. it worked so
2: well. Right. But I mean, if you were dropped into this game without knowing which Batman Arkham game you were in, it, you know, you would take a few minutes to figure it out. And that's, I think that's where you get a little of the fatigue of the series it's no fault of uh, of splash damage i think they did a, a darn good job with this with this game and i think it's it's solid super solid and and for people that want more of that arkham city feel zipping around the city beating up thugs solving crimes uh, you get all you get all of it you get the cool um takedown rooms the stealth rooms yeah. the challenges Uh, you get all that stuff, it's just not anything particularly new.
4: I mean, I think this is obviously them proving that they could make a solid Arkham game. I did have, I mean, there were some polish issues that I had with it. Mm. It namely things like, you know, because I'm playing on hard, I always play these Batman games on hard. And so, you know, when I get to a huge fight, I usually die a handful of times. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten into these loops where I die, it goes to the villain standing over your screen like, you're an idiot. Yeah. And then then it loads. Uh And then, you go into a cut scene that you can't skip, and then you finally start playing oh, that's again. That's annoying. And and the, the the restart is automatic now. It's not like press A to restart. So you're like, if you die, and you're like, oh, normally I'd just be like, oh, I gotta go use the restroom or something. I'll be back, make a sandwich. It's like, no, I'm gonna wait like two, three minutes until the, the scene loads again, and then pause it.
2: Oh, it's
4: that's a it's that's like a little annoyance. it's like little design yeah. things like that where I'm just like, oh, this could be a little bit, you know, yeah, polished up a
0: little bit. Have you been at all drawn to the multiplayer? I haven't played it yet, have you? Have not, no. Wait, so, uh, and then I guess that answers the question about draw. Is that you're just <laughs> not, it's, yeah. it's not that appealing. It's, I mean, that's not the game where I'm like, I want to play multiplayer, but maybe I'll check it out
2: after I finish off the campaign. I don't know. I don't know. I I have no desire to have those mechanics in multiplayer. Like, it just doesn't, it could be cool. I've heard it's kind of cool, but I I haven't tried it yet. <laughs>
0: anecdotally, I've heard it. I mean, I, I kind of agree with you when it was first announced, you know, this idea of doing like 3v3 yeah. and and you're like Batman and Robin against Joker and henchmen or whatever. I mean, it momentarily sounds cool. But then you think, well, OK, how long is that really going to hold my like? No, it's... I think that maybe for a select number of people, it's an it's an interesting creative endeavor. I don't know how successful it would be. and That's why I was curious to ask about. Hey, that. Yeah. hey
4: look! If they're going to throw multiplayer in there, I'd much rather they try something like that than do.
0: Oh, then it's something ballsy. Like, yeah, like sure. oh, here we yeah, go. It's Here's a, a death match. Yeah, it's Gotham City Imposters, sort of. <laughs> you know, how would you feel as a you know if if someone walked up to you and said, "Jeff, I've never played any Batman games. I know this is the new one. It's new hotness. I'm always into the newest, latest, best. Yeah, like, like you are. I am." What do you think? Should I play this game? Will I will I get into it? Will I understand, or should I play one of the other ones? Uh, I think I think this
2: stands alongside those other ones as a great, fun Batman experience. I think there's nothing. Would I know what was going on? Sure. Yeah, it's very clear. It's not. It's it's ostensibly a prequel, but it doesn't really matter. Like you you know who Batman is. Batman beats up bad guys. That's what he does. Yeah. The the only
4: way it'd be confusing is if you'd never seen Batman before. You might be like who's
2: this guy <laughs> right well, yeah. wh- why is daredevil in a black costume? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've you only have ever read marvel comics
0: well see so part of the reason i asked in a vacuum is that black flag uh, back to assassin's creed you know going back and forth because you're two big sequels yeah assassin's creed black flag does presume quite a bit of the player's assassin's creed knowledge from the outset i mean it mm-hmm. has it has a very it has a in you know in show terms it has a very cold open section yeah and it it there are some tutorial prompts there, but it's very tutorial light. It really does expect that you have played Assassin's Creed games before, understand what your projection into the world is going to be like, what you're gonna do, what the action's gonna be like. That's and, not the case here. And I don't assume that. I sort of no. wondered if I had if I hadn't played Assassin's Creed games before, would I be looking at this going, hold on, I'm a little I'm a little confused. I think I think in terms of
4: some of the how the subsystems work and the little peripheral things yeah because you're you're sometimes you run across stuff and i'm still running across stuff in black flag where i'm like oh yeah this is that thing from that game that they they yeah. brought over here and so this there's a whole slew of these things i can do and there's a whole slew of assassination you know
2: it's i think it's a little different in i mean well in the same way that city just gave you a bunch of his gadgets right away without you know in um asylum you had to earn the gadgets one by one right uh, I remember yes, correctly. Yes, and in the city, it was like, well, here, here's just few. has his gadgets. Yeah. Um. So in that sense, maybe it, you know, you start off with a larger array of things you can do, but it holds your hand through the first couple hours. You know. Yeah. It's and like,
4: some of the some of the gadgets that they're introducing, like the concussion bomb, are like not yeah. that
2: great. You're just
4: I although I do like the the bat grapple that can grapple
2: one object to another object. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty fun to use. Yeah, and the. uh the the re, what's it called the the remote thing where you can do the hanging guys upside down but oh yeah you yeah, need yeah. to be next to a gargoyle right right yeah that's yeah. kind of cool yeah it's pretty neat yeah anyway.
0: all right so uh, while you were playing uh, games <laughs> did you play any more pokemon because you had only played a little Pokemon last week. And, and by the way, you rightfully took a little bit of uh, grief from the audience. On I that. tried to get out of that conversation, guys. I really
2: tried to get out of that conversation and let the. And I left the show an hour early. So you guys could have kept talking about we it. Did, so we didn't. No, don't blame we back, me. No, we
0: went back to it. I'm not blaming you. I'm just yeah. so wondering if you got to play some more. I uh,
2: played Path of Exile. <laughs>
0: we played Path of Exile. You haven't uh, caught them all yet, eh? No. no.
2: I, I, I keep looking at my 3DS over there and going, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Except Path of Exile's on my computer and I can walk over and play that.
0: And so, what has pulled you so strongly back? Because you played Path of Exile when it was first baiting, right? A little. I played it. I played it. I played super it into it. I didn't. I, I wouldn't say I got not super like into now. it, but I was into it. So now you're now you're full on hook, line, and sinker. I
2: have some sort of weird mental block when it comes to playing a beta. I really. really do. I can't invest in it. I can't like even Hearthstone. Like I I've been playing a lot of it, but I I have this weird barrier of like, well, I can't really play this. I just
4: play enough of those to know whether or not I want to play the right. full release cuz I'm not I'm like I'm not going to put 30 hours into something that's going to go away.
2: Right. You know. Anyway, uh now I am I am full Okay. Full on loving loving Path of Exile. It is crack to me. I mean it's it's my particular set of loves, uh, which is, you know, fat loots. And they have lutitized everything. Everything's I mean,
0: loots. And I and I know we've spoken about Path of Exile quite a bit, but for those who haven't heard us speak about it before, the the, the cat the tagline for it very quickly is that it is it is the Diablo three that someone who wanted a sequel to Diablo two wanted. Exactly. The, and that's exactly why these guys made the game. Yep, <laughs> they're, they're like they're, yeah. we want Diablo two sequel, not
2: Diablo three. And said they made this and it's friggin' fun. It is so fun. Uh I think I put in like a 13 hour stretch over the weekend of Whoa. Without, well, a
0: 13 hour stretch
2: without getting up from my chair. So yeah. this is
0: why you couldn't go to the Halloween party. <laughs> I was Wait, you legit, couldn't go sick, to, no, dude. legit. Oh, I was yeah. sick. I was, I was you so seen me. sick. What I, a crock of shit. I was, so I was sick. sick. I was so sick. I did 13 hours of path of exile.
2: That's how you, that's what you do when you're sick. You s- just sit in front of your computer. The healing power of video games. Dude, I, I have, I can get corroborating evidence. I was sniffling uh-huh. and, v- uh-huh. and every, oh, I felt awful mm. I, mm. I wanted to go to that party. I saw the tweet, you know, you're like, I'm sick. I, oh, yeah, I was. I, yeah, I, I, I got better. Uh, anyway, It's <laughs> like, you know what healed me? He turned me into a newt. the healing power of he Path of Exile. Fucking,
0: I don't know if that was intentional, but you nailed it. <laughs> Go better.
2: <laughs> All right. Let me talk about a little bit about, what about else what's on a, water? so awesome about this game.
0: <laughs> Rocks,
2: churches, lead, a duck. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> it's Diablo. <laughs> uh, no, it with Monty Python. <laughs> with a bunch of starting classes. But their crazy freaking insane constellation-esque spreadsheet of a
0: uh, skill tree system. Well, L- that was the part that they really, you know, that many people lamented not being in Diablo 3. And these guys went after it hook, like it whole is. hog. No I mean, big deal. You can,
2: you can literally get to any skill point from any other skill
0: point if you've got the points to get there. Yeah, to me, it's sort of reminiscent almost of the uh, orb system out of Final Fantasy. Yes. Yeah. It's it, it's interesting
2: though. The, the skill tree system in this game is our only passive skills. So they're only stat bumps and uh, things that aren't active actions you can take in the game. Those are loot. So everything that you can do for your character or for any character and any character can do any uh, action in the game. There's they're not restricted to classes Um, is a gem that you socket into one of your pieces of inventory. So your headpiece or your weapon or whatever. And that's that system is is really fun and really different. And that's really one of the big hooks of the game for me is playing around with that socketing system because the socket, the gems are color coded. So items that you get will have color coded gem sockets and you have to play that fun, uh, either or game of like, well, this weapon is a little bit better, but it doesn't have the right color of sockets for the gems that I've got for the, for the skills that I want right. to be doing and the gems themselves level up as you play. So you'll be leveling up your lightning attack or your whatever it is. Um, your, you know, poison arrow. Um, so, and then you can de socket an item anytime. So you can level up a gem and then trade it. And the trading system is all based on loot too. There's no gold in the game. So,
0: anything it's a bartering
2: system so any item which is
0: actually tied into the narrative which yes. is kind of cool it's very cool. kind of cool that they went to the effort to you know ju- not just do that but they're like oh we, we can this actually works
2: yeah yeah it's great and and even with uh vendors npc vendors they'll trade you you know identification orbs or different kinds of scraps of things that can can be combined to do functions in the game so you're never working with currency it's all just a bartering system really fun um let me let
0: me to give some reference here. There are seven character classes. Yeah. Which one are you playing? Uh well I started as a Templar, but I moved over to Witch and I'm really digging the witch. Okay, so so tell me about the Templar. So first of all, here they are. They're Duelist Witch, Ranger, Templar, Marauder, Shadow, and Scion. Sion's
2: start... uh, is the sort of uh prestige class that you'd only get you only unlock at the end of the game.
0: Okay. So you played Templar, which I imagine was He's a he's a sort of clothy oh, oh. dual
2: dual two handed wielding uh, tank class.
0: Oh, wasn't what I expected. Yeah,
2: he's I expected a, more like a paladin sort of character. Well, no. he is kind of sort of a paladin, but but I mean, it's a, he's a tank uses two handed weapons. He's like
4: yelling scripture at
2: you while he, he actually you does it, so. a little. Bit. Okay. Oh, okay, And the witch is a so basically you, a mage. Like so a, what moved you to witch? Stone. Um, I was, I was digging on Templar, but I kind of wanted to try a spellcaster, like a pure mm-hmm, spellcaster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when I moved over to witch and, and used her sort of range spelled casting stuff, I was hooked. She's really fun. Except people always try to burn you. It's true. <laughs> <But> She's <laughs> a witch.
4: Burn her. It's like, I had to do the callback. Yeah.
2: Go ahead. Um, yeah. So the, the only negative I would say about this game and I, it baffles me and I wish I had asked the developers when I sat down with them, why they made this decision. Um, is there is no complete respec option in the game. There are respec points that you can do, kind of like Torchlight, uh, where they'll give you a few points that you can take back. But if you go, and because the skill tree is so vast, you really have to know right when you start playing which direction you want to go with the skill tree. Uh, And if you make the wrong move and you're 30 levels in like I am, Roll up a new it's character. Time to bro. play a witch. Yeah, yeah roll yeah. up a new character.
4: Um, do you now? Have you, have you gone in and like sort of looked at the skill upgrade tree and yeah, every, length for this new character? Well, do you every, think
0: that's related to their league system? Probably. And the league system is really interesting because with what I mean doing. that's it's so. If I if I understand the way it works, basically it's a sort of evolved version of the old ladder matches. Yeah, but there's so much variety here. It there'll be like. There'll be
2: like a day league where it's just like roll up a character today. And as far as you can get with that character, that's the, that's where we rank you on the ladder or it'll be like a week or two weeks. Have you
0: gotten pulled into this play?
2: I haven't started doing that yet because I'm, I'm, I'm in act three of the game right now. I'm like level 30 something. And, uh, I want to, you know, kind of finish the whole,
0: but he promised me he'd roll up a new character. I I will. Absolutely. I will. I will. I'm going to happy to. I, I want to play a ranger. I played a ranger before. I just love rangers. rangers well, the crazy thing is if you really want to play
2: a classic ranger class, most people suggest rolling up a marauder okay. and, and then moving him over to ranger skills. And sets. why is that? Because as I said, every skill can be reached by every other class. Any class can reach any skill. Correct, it's just correct. where you start on that vast map. Right. So... For some, the the math foo that people use to figure out the most efficient thing suggests, like, I haven't played that class, so I haven't really read into it too deeply. Mm-hmm. But they suggest, like, going with that class because and, and, he's nearer to skills that are more beneficial to you. Interesting. And that is my biggest complaint with this game is that you can't just jump in and start spending points willy-nilly and have fun. Like, oh, that sounds like a really fun, you know, thing. Oh, oh more elemental damage. Because the lack oh, of lack cool. of respect
0: lack of a respect but, but you can see this is the thing is you could play in league play and you could go play sure. a number of these daily leagues and just you know what? hell i'm gonna i'm gonna do a marauder today and i'm gonna try this and sure. then tomorrow you could go back you know what? i'm gonna try a ranger today i'm gonna try this
2: right but if you're playing your main and you're down the rabbit hole of thing and you go oh i really i don't really like this kind of play out because the classes play in such vastly different ways but you can roll yourself back a certain degree mine not enough not enough not enough okay. to to really r- change like if i want to play like a uh a a lightning totem witch where you, you throw down these totems and they spew lightning crazy lightning damage which is kind of what i'm doing now it's freaking fun but then i'm like oh, i kind of want to try like a like a fire frost witch well guess what i have to roll a new character i can't just go well i'll try that to see if it's fun and move back you know Bro
0: commitment your yeah commitment i know it's hardcore okay. it's just like real life man i yeah. guess so When you commit to this it's a, it's a real deal really- I, actually i think I, and i say that just in jest but actually think about it, i think that a lot of people actually would would, would like that like the implications sure. because the hardcore do the hardcore do and then i get the counter argument which is that it, it forces you if you're going to be less time committed to the game to spend time outside of the game going into a wiki and looking at okay, what's the and that's build, what you have to What's do? the build order for the character I want to get here, or or you know what, you could let go of those those compulsions. Say fuck it, I'm just playing and have a good time.
2: Yeah, you could, could but then everybody talks about you know you get to the end game and you're screwed because you have zero so survivability. You, you may or may not be. Screwed. So, oh, that's so.
0: That's what it is. You can basically box yourself
4: into it. It's not like rogue, like you were talking about rogue legacy with. You know, I don't know what I'm going to get in this upgrade skill tree, but whatever, it's Oh, Rogue Legacy
2: is fun because there's no wrong turn. Right. In this, you can actually box yourself into a... Yeah, you're going to run out of skill points. You're going to be spread too thin over here, and then all of a sudden you have no survivability at the end. Because these are all passive skills, so they boost certain stats. So if your stat's low, you're kind of screwed. Right, right. Um, I will say this also. Beautiful game, graphically. Mm. Oh, just really... Really wonderful. The enemies are interesting. Dedicated and very, PC development. Yeah, free to play, free to play, and uh I'm definitely have been hovering my mouse over that buy button of like some fun because it's all just cosmetic stuff. But the cosmetic stuff they've
0: done such a great job. Hey, I'm, I'm all for supporting them. You know, my, no one. I'm not even going to go back into that. But no one understood where I was coming from with my little weird off. I think off, I got comment. it
2: by the end. I figured
0: out what you meant, but. But yeah, they have they have tons of cool cosmetic stuff. I have, and I do actually applaud the way they approached their free to play system. So, like, there's, this, I'll give you an example of how cool
2: the the visuals are. Uh, in what in you know in the section that I'm in, there's like a jungle level, and you'll be walking, in, and there'll be. Uh, certain apes that'll come down who have a skill to summon other apes. So they'll like beat their chest and yell for other apes. And those other apes will descend from the trees. And so, wow, it's far out since you are, you know, from that top down, uh, isometric perspective and you see the tree, uh, trunks coming up into your view, the monkeys like come from behind your view and scale down the tree trunks oh, and descend to, uh, on you. That's cool. It's really fun. And there's just a whole bunch of stuff like that where you're constantly, you know, going into new areas and seeing new cool, cool things. And it's Sounds it's really cool. that Diablo, well, I'll click just
0: tell you this: Diablo three on PS three still loves you too.
2: I know. My wizard, my
0: wizard is really fun. It's yeah. really, really fun. and it's really surprisingly easy to play mm. and very fun as I were talking about, you know, like we talked about last week, that lean back experience. that dodge button is definitely tempting. I it like I awesome. like it so much because now what I'm doing is I can like click it on for thirty or forty five minutes, just kick back, put my feet up on the on the coffee table, play a little Diablo, and then I'm hopping back out and it's just I love it, yeah. But I will get on the Poe. I will get on the Poe this week. You let me know, and we'll, I'll roll up a character with you. I, I will do this because it. I played in the beta, so I'm sure my login's still fine. I just have to update the client, get yeah. all that kind of stuff done. Cool. All right, stick around uh, when we come back. Since you guys wanted some uh, high level Pokemon conversation, Andrew has been uh, deep in the late game of Pokemon. Games. No, 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 I thought no, you said you were I, late. I thought you said you were late.
3: No, I said I beat the first
0: gym. You beat the first gym. Yeah. Well, that's not
3: deep. I'm like eight <laughs> hours into it. That's <laughs> yeah.
0: Here I was teasing something that I misunderstood. Well, never mind then. Or you can tell us about your Pokemon Conquest if you want to.
3: No, no. I mean, I I, I don't think there's really much more to add to it right now. I mean, I've been playing a lot of games, Garnett. I don't, I don't have time for... Oh, fine. I don't, I, don't, I don't have time to enjoy games. God, I can't play games that I want to play.
2: Who's the first gym? Is it Belushi or... What?
1: Duggan? <laughs> Hacksaw <laughs> gym.
0: gym Duggan, maybe? All right. I know that Jeff Mattis has played the Stanley Parable, so we'll come back to that. How about that for sports fans? You good with that? I'm good with that. Alright, yeah. We'll be right back.
2: Satellites gone up to the skies. Things like that drive me out of my mind. I watched it for
1: a I like to watch things on TV. Satellite of Low. Satellite
0: of Low. Satellite of love. Satellite of love. of Gone uh, well, let's join the uh, many memorials for the fantastic and legendary Lou Reed set so much of uh, the the music future for the past four decades and in e- place. Even people that
4: don't know Lou, think they don't know Lou Reed, know Lou yeah, Reed. Yeah, that's you the, know, that's that's the really
0: crazy part. So if you uh, have not that spell, but underground, you can put them on Spotify. As Jeff Green suggested I'm sure you all know who Jeff Green is go back and check his tweets I, I don't he may have had a playlist in there as well but if not just start at the beginning it's it's really fantastic timeless timeless stuff yeah um, gone this past uh, October 27th 71 years old mm. all right all right happier topics uh, people were very excited this week about the Stanley parable Yes. Indy Jeff Mattis seems like the perfect person to tell us about Stanley's parable I looked up by the way I looked up, we covered the Stanley
2: parable on the August 23rd 2011 I know right yes that was TRS. the that was the beta yeah that's what that was the that's how but that's how long it's been precursor yeah. yeah no it's
4: it's it's been a while so uh when Jeff sat down to play the Stanley <laughs> Stanley parable he wasn't quite sure what to expect because he'd played it before no actually it's uh the remake and this is basically a full blown version of the concept that they they did. So you know, if you haven't played the Stanley parable demo uh, or or sorry precursor now there's th- there's actually three Stanley parable properties. There's the Stanley parable original thing, okay There is a demo on Steam, which is not it's a the wholly game. unique yeah experience yes. yeah. is it
0: still basically the concept of what would happen if the source engine crashed into an adventure game? Sort of, kind of yeah. It,
4: it's yeah, it's basically they took that concept and blew it out. So when you play this thing, it is you know, and it's very basic, it's a choose your own adventure. you're presented with a series of typically binary choices, do I go this way or this way, do I press the button or not, or whatever, but they all tree off into this sort of web of possible endings and things that you that you can can discover, and the end result is because the story sort of goes based on how you are playing it, how you are delivering it. It's not so much a, I mean, the end result is it. It shows you a story that you have sort of authored. It's almost like looking in the mirror a little bit hmm. as a game player. Now, if you have been playing games for a really long time and and long enough to know, you know, a lot of different properties, a lot of different inside references, a lot of mechanics and stuff. There is just a wealth of really great and smart things in this game to discover that are commentary. <clears throat> excuse me, commentary on. Uh, a game. lot of, a lot of those things. Yeah. I mean, it's just, even to the point where, um, without getting too spoilery, I won't tell you about the specifics, but there's an achievement that I saw in the achievement list for steam. And I was like, Oh, okay. That that's a really weird achievement. That looks really easy. And you go into the game and do it. And it turns into this, like, you know, sort of 10 minute referential thing where the narrator's telling, he's like, Oh, you didn't think you'd get an achievement for that. Did you? I mean, that's too easy. And so he creates this whole spins yeah. off in this whole other series of tasks that he gives you, um, And it's, it's things like that where it's so playful and it's so, uh, surprising. I mean, there are references to other well-established franchises. You can end up in other game franchises, uh, while playing it's, it's, it's really cool. I mean, it, it definitely is an interactive narrative. It's not, you know, I mean, you can win the game, I guess, but it's not really about that. It's about the experience and it's about all the commentary that it makes on the state of gaming today and all the systems that we use and, and. And what we sort of, uh, you know, know as true in games when we approach a game, you like you expect one thing based on your past experience, and then it completely flips those those things on its head. So it's a very. In fact, I'd be reticent to talk about it uh, in any sort of detail, plot wise, because that
0: is the game. Well, I guess yeah. That's, I mean, one of the things I was curious about was, I guess, the promise of this update remake whatever the heck you call it mm-hmm. was that it would take what was originally a mod and, and add a lot of new content to it and, and more options. And, and yeah. having played both of them, did you, did you feel like well, I've was... played through it probably
4: four or five times different endings each time. Did you feel
0: like this one was bigger or more expansive or,
4: or, well, there are definitely paths that, that you get in, into and, and, you know i don't think this is spoiling anything but if you basically just get into the game and do everything the narrator says you get to the end really quickly and it's you know that is one of the endings but there's i think there's something you know approaching 30 different endings in this game i don't rem- remember the exact count but it's it's fun because you get to these things that you recognize as binary choice points and then as you're playing through it again you're like well i went this way this time but when i go this way it gives me two or three other choices so i can either you know There's a lot of permutations. There's a lot of reason to go down, you know, the left path, you know, a whole bunch of times or the right path a whole bunch of times because within those, there's ways to circle back and overlap the other path. There's different, you know, it's, it's, it's an intricate web of stuff. It's not like, you know, it's not going to take you hours and hours and hours and hours to play through unless you're trying to. Yeah. I mean, I guess that was the thing it. is it was never,
0: it was never a long using air quotes. It was never yeah. long. It was all about kind of jumping and having the experience and me doing with it. But then, they, then I was curious based off of just the little bit I had read about it, like how much were they adding? So basically it's just more branching. It doesn't make it, doesn't make it longer. It makes coming back and doing it <clears throat> other multiple times more, more interesting, or, more, more, interesting, more rewarding
4: cool. and funny. I mean, it's very well written. The voice work is fantastic. It's it's, I mean, it's a great, Indie experience, and I don't have any pro. I mean, you know what I think it's like fifteen bucks on Steam. You know, it probably be a sale coming up real soon. I don't have it's f- Steam. There will
0: be a sale coming yeah, up real soon. Yeah. it's just like saying the sun will rise. Right. right. So,
4: <laughs> so you know, fifteen sounds. It's if if you are a fan of video games and been playing them for a while, there's really no excuse. Not yeah, because to of the,
0: the fourth sound. wall stuff. Because of the breaking the yeah, fourth wall yeah, stuff, which is cool.
2: It's also just a a brilliant idea, well executed and deserving of attention. It's
4: yeah. It's really, it's really smart, and it's, it's again, you know, it's not your typical game, but that's why it's so great.
0: Also, on the topic of uh, remakes, one of the ones that I'm curious to get my hands on, you've been playing Deus Ex Remake. Yes. Have you yes. gotten to any of the boss fights? So, I, first of all, what are you? Are you playing it on Wii U? Or are you playing it on an on older platform? I'm playing it on PC. Oh, you playing on PC? Okay. Yes. So I got. So to, you got the custom. So you got the like the five buck deal. Yeah, five dollar
4: deal because I already had the DLC and stuff. And
3: Does the PC version support any second screen stuff though. I
4: don't think so. <laughs> not that. Not that I saw. Um, unless that's coming. Anyway, I, I played enough of it to get up to the first boss fight because I know that's that was the big. That's thing. the deal. It's like
0: yeah. So was, if those are unfamiliar, the Deus Deus X Human Revolution was. Wildly, widely heralded as a return to form for Deus Ex, outside of the boss fights, which were done by a completely different team, and like it was just, yeah, they lost, they lost the ability for you make choices. Deus Ex is all about how do I choose to level up my character, and then how do I play based on that? Am I combat heavy? Am I stealth heavy? Am I trickery? You know, my tech heavy? And then you got to the boss fights, and there really was only one way through them. Mm -hmm. So they responded to that since they were doing this Wii U version, and they brought all those boss fights back Mm in-house to rework them themselves, and then decided, oh, well, I guess we could put it out on PC and and 360 and PS3 too.
4: The redo of the first boss fight, which is Barrett, the big cyborg dude. (laughs) Which you saw a million times in demos. Yeah, and stuff like that. um, Is better.
0: Uh, There are more options (laughs) if you saw it was the eyes that betrayed him. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it was better does not mean good folks. So, so, well, it's okay. Look,
4: I was really not a fan of those original boss fights because I I tend to go, I tend to go totally stealth. I tend to try not to, I don't carry around a lot of guns and ammo and stuff. It's just my stealth and my, so that's, that was the real test for me. I was playing full stealth again, got up to this fight and, uh, They've redesigned the level that he's in, so now I can't. I can't for the life of me remember if the other one had was a uh, two level level. So there was an upstairs and a downstairs. I think it was, but you can basically there are some rooms and things that I don't think were there before, and you can basically go up and and hack some turrets that are downstairs and pick those up and move them around. Have the turrets take them out. There's a there's a couple of other things. There there was a uh, uh, I actually tried this out of curiosity, and this is actually why I'm kind of mad on what they did with it. If you just have a stun gun, you can basically, you know, walk right up to him, shoot him in the chest, and you shoot and then he stuns and it takes about the same amount of time to reload, you stun him again. You do that 20 times and you win the boss fight. And there's no challenge to it whatsoever. It's just like zap, zap, hmm. zap. It seems wh- almost sort of broken. And what they well, what they did was they made it so that if you all you have is a stun gun, it's still a viable weapon to get through. Um now surrounding the area there were some some like closets that you could hack and open up and there was just tons of guns and ammo in there i think that was s- similar to the way it was before mm-hmm. but it seemed to be uh like i didn't see an actual and it may there may be a stealthy way to beat him but but it's not really it doesn't really present itself that way because you have a cut scene the boss fight starts and all of a sudden he's gunning straight at you and you can like run and hide and climb upstairs. So
0: let us hope that the later ones are a little more sophisticated.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a step in the right direction and it really just makes, made me go, yeah, you know what? If these guys had started, done this from the beginning, they might've had, we might've ended up with something really, really cool in the boss fight arena.
0: But you loved human
4: revolution. I did. Game. I did. I did, too. except for the except for the boss, boss fights. fights. Yeah. yeah, yeah, except for the boss fights, and I was like, please let me just do these stealthily, or give me, give me, like, if I've been playing as a ghost this whole time, let me be ghosty, you know. Yeah. Um, and so there, it's it's a little better about that. It's not quite as, uh, you know, different as I thought it would be. But yes, they, it does look like they put some more options in there, and it's not quite as. You know, oh, you better have been carrying that assault rifle around, even though you haven't killed a single person up to this point. Yeah. Sort of approach, mm-hmm. you know. Anyhow, it's it's I don't know. I'll I'll,
0: I'll let you know. I'm going to keep playing through it. I love the game. So I'm going to see what the other bosses are like. And it's on it's on my pile of shame that's grown into a stack of suffering. Yeah. <laughs> But if you, I mean, I guess the stack bottom, of remorse. The bottom line is, if you got the five bucks and you've already bought. Eight, oh well, in the PC version, the way get, they set that
4: up was yeah, genius. It's a no brainer. Uh, yeah, just, that was great. Just spend the five; you'll be you won't be disappointed
0: for five bucks. It'll, it's better. It's an improvement. Which which comes to an interesting topic that Z Mansfield threw out in the show thread from last week that um, basically Jeff you had brought up wanting to play. He points out you wanted to play Assassin's Creed Four on next gen. Yes, and and still do, <laughs> and and all the and there are a number of other games like that. So if you're going to be waiting, suddenly. Uh, Z Mansfield has this lull in 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 you know in space. Now it's down to a couple of weeks, mind you, but had this lull yeah. in space. But it got him thinking and said, uh, you know, at the present moment, I'm playing through Mass Effect Trilogy. I'm halfway through ME2, and I'm considering the Ratchet & Clanker Uncharted series next, or maybe even the original Modern Warfare, if there's time. I would like to have played the Gears Trilogy or the first Need for Speed Most Wanted again, but I don't have my 360 anymore. Anyway, so regardless of whether you're getting a next-gen console in November or sometime later – what games would you like to return to before you make the full jump to next gen? Uh,
2: the first thing that popped in my head was I want to finish Nino Cooney. Oh, I'm you've got to do I'm that. Gonna, oh
0: no, dude, you. Re- you so don't say you've got to you do. do it. It's I so good. To. Oh, and oh, you've got it. You please do, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> I really want. Please to. finish the game. It's so good. Yeah. It's so. It's so a game you would love. It's about. It's I a game of it. loving things.
2: I know. I was loving when I was playing, and I just got sidetracked and haven't wow. gone back to it. No more cooney for you. <laughs> wow. ne- no cooney, <laughs> no
0: cooney for the. Okay, let's just stop there. <laughs> just stop there. Anybody else have a brilliant answer? Uh, I don't know if I have a brilliant answer. I, you know, I have a. I really do have like this stack of suffering in my house, <laughs> and there's so many games, you know that I that that I know, and I think the point. That I sort of read from Mansfield takes it next step further. Is that I know that there's, I know that there's a time horizon that's now approaching
2: an event horizon.
0: There's yeah, that's what that's guess what. I mean. yeah. There's an event. There's an event horizon that's approaching upon which starring Lawrence Fishburne and <laughs> I love that movie. You know, <laughs> really? I, I get scared. I, I get scared like of. And I get I, it's just it's creepy. You have something in your, your, your eye. So it's a tear guard. Oh, it's your finger. <laughs> um, yeah, it's scary. It's awful, but it's. I don't know. I don't know why I like that. Yeah. Anyway, I know there's an event horizon coming, though. That when it arrives, will be the point at which I just I'm. That's called the unplug day. Yeah. Replug day. And then and then after that point, I'm really not going to play any PS3 360 games, and I won't. Know, and I probably won't know until after I'm past it, because it'll have it'll have happened, and then I'll and I'll be looking, and I'll realize, oh, I'm not playing those boxes any, yeah, anymore. Right. And I know that not all these games sitting over here on the shelf are going to get done, but there are a number of them you know that still hold uh, a tremendous amount of draw that I want to play uh, and I'm just I'm just so torn mm-hmm. you know, like we were talking about Darksiders was a big one for me I'm still yeah. really <laughs> want to play that a great game. I, I I look up on I look up and see my collector's edition of last story and I'm like oh my god I've got to play that right mm-hmm. but I mean already I feel like that's really far behind because that's Wii game yeah. and it's 480p and like oh man do I really put that on but I, I remember and I'm like oh I really wanted that so bad and I've got the collector's edition and I don't want to just sit there on the shelf and be like, I bought the collector's edition. Right. But the one that I'm actually very, very close to playing, and I think I actually am going to start this weekend, is Final Fantasy 13 2. Oh. And nice. I know that many of you just groaned and went, what the fuck? or threw something. But <laughs> I'm stoked for lightning. i I'm telling you, every time I've seen that game in demo, I'm stoked for it. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I've heard the 13-2 is the game that many people wish 13 had been. And I don't want to have not. Pl- I I know I want to play it. I know yeah. I want to play it. And then I think, all right, so it's gonna be forty five or fifty hours. Am I gonna jump into? I'm two weeks away. <laughs> that is never going to happen. <laughs> so what's going to happen gonna happen is I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start thirteen two, and I'm gonna be trying to play Path of Exile with you. Yeah. And then then I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, UPS, your PS- your PlayStation Four is here. I'll be like, oh god, I'm playing Resident Evil. Feel so now. And then then a week later. Yeah. UBS. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What do we do? I don't know. But those those are some of the games and you know like and then I look over there and I see other games that I really I just have have so much draw to go back to. I know the, another one that people will go like ug uh, to. You remember the Lord of the Rings: War in the North game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game was way better than anyone gave it credit for. I'm not saying it was AAA. I'm not saying it was amazing. I'm saying it was better than people gave it credit for. Hmm. And I and I wish that I had played more of it now. It was also really was set up for co-op. And yeah. so it's really... It's so really that's cool. a hack, the hack and slashy one, right? The, yeah, you know, it was done by Snowblind. It was done by right, right, people right, like right, Chapman's right. of Norath, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the camera's pulled in much more closely and it tells the story of the war in the north, right. which, is, which was, I think... You know, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. When you go into Lord of the Rings, if you go down the Tolkien legacy trap path, then you're mm. always going to be compared to the books, right. and by some people, and always compared by the movies by others, and then always compared by the people who don't think the movies did the books right or the books did the movies right, and, and you're never going to win. Yeah. But if you don't go down that path, then everyone's just going to say we're well, not even a fucking Lord of the Rings thing. So why don't you just screw off? Right. So that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's a mess. But that was that was a better game than I thought it was should have been or, or a better game than it's remembered as. Um I wish I knew you were going to bring this up I would have looked in my drawer and been like cuz you know there's games oh, you don't where, know all those games that are sitting
2: there No nah, I put them in the drawer so they don't stare back at me You know you know what I want to play that I'm never never going
4: to probably see is I want to play Mass Effect 3 with all the DLC and the ending uh, and all that uh, stuff Interesting
3: Yeah cuz I played Mass Effect 3 on Wii U So Why would you do I that to yourself? To, uh I think just to just to test it on a different system, see okay. how it would work. But I did I did miss losing all my data from ME1 and 2, you know? Oh, I also lost my 360 hard drive. I think that oh. that'll. That, that <laughs> how would that, you lose a hard
0: drive?
2: Uh, from the move,
3: from the move over. I just, oh, I, I kept on looking around. I'm like, where did my Xbox hard drive go? I was
2: really, really bummed out about that. So. What about Vegas. any other games, Yoon? for you that uh, you would answer this question with? Uh, I don't think I would replay anything, to be honest, just because... Not replay, like something you may have missed... That you regret missing, wish you hadn't missed. God of War Three, I missed
0: that. Oh, that's a good game. Good game. Um, Mm -hmm. That is a good game.
1: Yeah.
3: Really surprised that I missed that. Uh, And actually, this year I haven't played Tomb Raider yet, or Bioshock Infinite. You know what's crazy is I would
2: recommend Tomb Raider first. (laughs) That's I never thought I would say that. So there's
3: a lot of. I mean this this year of out of all years in this gaming generation, I've fallen so far behind in terms of triple-a games i can't believe you just
0: named three games that i played all three of them and you haven't so,
3: yeah crazy well, I mean, talk essentially essentially if i'm not reviewing a game i don't i don't play it which is really he's unfortunate played, like
4: way more wii u games than any of th- you have I've, all three I've, of us combined i've and-
3: played more wii u games than people at nintendo probably have, I guess, so. <laughs> like i
4: i don't know i i i
3: i super love my wii u uh i just wish um they had more games but <laughs> yeah but, but yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's that's already a, a pretty big
2: list of games. It's pretty to play. big. Yeah, you got some heavy hitters on that list. <laughs> Mattis, anything else, man? I, I
4: you know, I can't think as, far, as far as stuff that I missed, uh, well, I, you know, I never did finish like, uh, Red Dead Redemption's Undead Nightmare DLC, mm-hmm. which is the zombie stuff. Actually, that might be a good Halloween night. Well, thing, that would be a good Halloween whatever. night if you got it already. Yeah, it up. I got it. I just gotta, gotta play it. But, um, yeah, there, I mean, you know, there's stuff that I that I'm like, wow. I, I'd like to go back, like Far Cry Three. I'd like to play again, mm-hmm. but I got that on PC, so I'm not too worried about that. Like, yeah. there, there's a few things where, you know, I'm like, well, I haven't finished that. Like, I, ne- I never finished Devil May Cry remake, but I'll probably or reboot.
0: But I'll probably go do that.
2: You know? I didn't finish the new Metro game. I could play that. Oh yeah, last I mean, yeah, you should do yeah. that. It's on That's PC. Good. So, yeah. That is
0: really good too. Um, you know my my other one that I and I've struggled with these games so many times is is. The wealth of Bethesda role playing games that I get into and lose the plate pace on. Yeah, man. But I think probably Skyrim is the one. Skyrim is the one that. And you can, it's been on like Steam sale for
2: like. Nothing. Oh, it's not like I don't have it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just so. you there. can play on a PC and be even better. Skyrim and then. Hmm? Modded up. Modded, Modded up. Modded up. There's like graphic mods and
0: Oh, right. Right, stuff. right.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that. <laughs>
0: What you man
2: come and get you. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> that would have. Why to is the tra- dragon doing that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm really curious. Those of you out there, if you're if you're thinking about it, you know, maybe not just this two week lull, but it but the event horizon is coming. It's out there. Who knows how far it is out there? But before it arrives, what 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 are the, some of the games you would either think you know I want to replay this, or I didn't play this and I want to play it. You know, and you know, are you going to start prioritizing? Are you going to start you know A B C binning your Your stack of shame, your pile of shame, your stack of remorse. (laughs) Yeah. Graded by tears. Well, I think we should revisit this. Actually, you know, another thing, Jeff, is people have asked us to bring back Cannot Afford. Yeah. I'm down. So we could, I, we I, could, we could, we could sort of combine, we could combine these two ideas. If you guys start building up some of these uh, lists in the show thread, mm. then we can, you know, we can sort of, Jeff and I will go through them. We'll call them and, you know, maybe we we'll, I mean, I'm not guaranteeing we'll play the entire game if we haven't played it, but we could kind of dive into them sort yeah. of and give you a, uh, you know, some, some new some gen, weekend gen confirmed cannot afford takes on these things. Yeah. All right, before we uh, before we get to finishing moves, I know you guys have also been playing this game. That's very interesting to me on your uh, iPhone or our iPads device six.
2: This game should yes. be interesting to you. It's one of the most interesting iOS games I no, that's have why ever play.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, well, okay. So the developers got a great pedigree. It's Samogo. So they they've done uh, Beat Sneak Bandit, and they did Gear Walk, which was also really. I totally. didn't
2: walk, but I played BeatSneak.
4: Beat Sneak Shit beat was badass. Yeah, I love Yeah, Really clever too. Yeah, and they're all completely different games. They're like you would n- not really know necessarily that it was the same developer, other than that they're all very high quality. Okay, so what is device so six? So device six,
2: let's yep. if someone said text adventures can't work in the modern era, you go, device six. Yeah. Motherfucker. Uh wow, and, you're and, really rude to that person <laughs> I was yeah, asking. Yeah. <laughs> you, I know. I kind of have a chip on my shoulder sometimes, <laughs> um, unless it's your dad. Then it's like, <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, that's an accurate description. Yeah, dad. yeah.
4: Um, it's not very polite, but it's <laughs> accurate.
2: Yeah. So, a text text adventure might not seem uh, like a very compelling descriptor, but it is apt. It is a a, uh, a game. It is a noir uh, detective kind of setting. Um and you are reading you are reading it, but how you are reading it is so fascinating. Yeah. I don't know how these guys came up with this so many so many brilliant little touches. Well, they use they use the device yes. uh,
4: to great effect. So so you're not so you're presented with a wall of text maybe, but you're scrolling the text to the right, and then maybe the text is starting to like you know. Turn, well, turn if you a turn a
2: corner, if your character turns a corner, yeah. the text itself turns a corner. So you then rotate your eye device. to follow around that corner and you continue scrolling. So it's a constant scroll, but you're scrolling in different directions based on the orientation of the room, To
0: read the words,
2: to read the words. And then there'll be like little graphical bits too. So if, if she sees something through a window, it'll show, yeah, you, you will like pass as you scroll, you will, you will scroll a window past something and you can go back and forth and kind of try to see what she sees through that window.
0: Oh shit! I'm totally playing this game. It's oh, it's, it's it's well, well we haven't I, even gotten to like. I no, I know. So the real shit. I, I just pulled. I just pulled up the web page for the for the developers, Mogo, and and I'm looking at this. Some of the notes and stuff. I'm like, this is this is using the device in in a way that makes the game richer and cooler and Indeed. you go you go i couldn't do this exactly i couldn't That's, do this on another platform and exactly. all,
4: all of their games do that they yeah. that yeah. is one of their design tenets is is to, to really so again go to the goals yeah. cool shit
0: but i was just like so wow this is amazing
2: that is all just set up to the puzzles right. which are melt your brain they're they're melt your brain and then you then you solve one and you're like
4: oh I'm so kind of an idiot. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah but it's so it's it's really requires your attention and requires you to it a it, it, you have to approach it in a way that you've never really approached any other kind of game before. It, at, it, at least
4: not in the past decade. Right, yeah, Right. Exactly. Right, like I was telling Jeff before the show, like this is the first time in, I can not remember how long. Maybe when I was making maps on graph paper for Metroid. Hmm. Uh you took back, notes. Yeah, take notes. Yeah, right. exactly, because you get to a point where you're like, okay, this is not presenting me with the answer. It's not telling me to press the red button to continue. Right. Like, Like it's actually making me, I'm in a circular yeah, you get or, to a you get
2: to a stopping point, and you're like, uh, "Why can't I go on?" Oh shit! There's a lot. I was door. supposed to I... have to. I was supposed to have been paying attention this whole time to right. all the shit to know what to do next, right? And and, and so
4: you can scroll back and yeah. you read it and stuff, but it's like it, def- it definitely is
2: something where it asks of the gamer a little more.
4: Yeah, you will not. I, I would I would be very surprised that to find that there were a lot of people who actually solved this per- first puzzle without taking a note or two.
2: Yeah. Oh wow. And. Yeah. It, it, it's dripping with style it's well written it's unlike anything you've ever really I, I think it's so interesting the way it uses the device i would say you may disagree with me Jeff, no. but i would say i prefer it on the ipad it was clearly made for the iphone i think i mean it, 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 oh i've been playing on ipad oh you have yeah yeah and that's and that's perfect for me because i think it's better because it's well you can actually... i tried both
4: Go ahead. Isn't sorry. it too small on the iPhone? That's, it's a,
2: It's a. I think it was really um, intended to be usable on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I found it to be so much clearer on the iPad, just for the extra real estate and being able to sort of absorb that information in a way that was that was clearer. Yeah.
4: You know? No. That I, I I would tend to agree with you. I've I've not seen the iPhone version, but but. Yeah, the big screen real estate definitely helps. I think. Well,
2: you get you get both versions when you buy it. It's four bucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's three
4: ninety yeah. nine. Yeah. yeah,
2: four bucks. Three ninety uh, <laughs> nine. <laughs> no, <laughs> three, the, so uh, it's
4: on app development. <laughs> um, but and, yes. and if you also if you haven't played Your Walk, you should definitely check that yeah, out I because it is it is very creepy and weird and actually a really good Halloween game. Also, mm.
0: fighting for your four dollars today is uh, Bit Trip Run. Mm. Oh, so yeah. So yeah, lot of good is stuff on the uh, really on the cool storm.
2: really cool. I think you will dig it Garnet and I think anybody Nice 6
0: I'm 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 in. Yeah, it looks like uh, I'll be
2: down on this definitely. It's so f- fun when you see a game that is is just wholly original. You know, it's just like wow, that they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they thought of something yeah.
1: thought of something
0: new. Well, I'm going to press you guys put on your thinking caps and go with something wholly original for your finishing moves. Finishing moves. Appropriately spooky for the day after Halloween. All right, uh so EA oh, EA. They drive me crazy. Here's my here's my rants for EA. You can you can pick pick which one of them you would like to be your abomination of the week. Of
2: the week <laughs>
0: First of all, they canceled the Command and Conquer free to play game, and I don't know that anyone would say it's abomination, since uh, their their reasoning behind that was that folks who've been playing the alpha have been giving them such uh, negative feedback and you know the design altering feedback that they needed to cl- you know, to shut it down. But it's also it's also a hey, if you've been getting all this feedback, you knew where you were going to go. At, d- you can definitely make a good Command & Conquer free-to-play game. The fact that you weren't going the right direction is not... The, the the right answer isn't, oh, well, let's just throw it all out, shut down the developer, and get rid of them all. Because everybody at Victory Games uh, laid, laid off, then, of course, EA yeah, did their usual thing of, we'll try and find people places within the organization, blah, 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 blah. But unnecessary and an ignominious defeat for Command & Conquer, which continues just to be... Who knows? They, they missed so many missteps. Although Red Alert three was good, but then the one that is really the one that really I think is is the Joker of the week from them is their continued continued <laughs> their continued marketing emphasis. On the SimCity Cities of Tomorrow expansion pack, because I want to throw thirty fucking dollars your way for a game that you couldn't get right, haven't gotten right, don't get right, don't care about the community. But sure, you know what? You're right. I've never heard "Fool Me Once," shame on you. "Fool Me Twice," shame on me. Fuck it. Here's thirty bucks. I'm sure it'll be awesome. It's gonna be so great, right? Instead of making the maps bigger, here's an idea: let's build up maps bigger. No, but what you can do is you can build towers that go up. Oh, fix the traffic, No, nah, we didn't fix the traffic, but what we did do was we put in some tubes between the buildings that are above the ground, so they're not even in the traffic system. You see, we fixed it For those cities of tomorrow. How about yeah. how about putting Shit. all this work into making sim city the good game that it should be, the good game that everybody. I mean, maybe you can't. Maybe, maybe, maybe SimCity is just that far gone. But to be pushing this hard on the marketing for an expansion pack to Sim City after how much you bit us in the butt with SimCity, and then to sell it for thirty fucking dollars. I mean, I can do. I can buy a lot of shit for thirty dollars in the game world. <laughs> I could I can buy half of a AAA game, and it would probably work out of the box and be good a year later. Ouch. And and for thirty bucks, or I could buy. I could buy Stanley. I could buy Stanley Parable for me and for somebody else.
4: Yep. Sorry, uh, SimC- I got I got
0: rather ranty there, but the whole thing is just it's just it's so frustrating cuz I loved Sim City. I had such high hopes for Sim City and they're on patch number 8. They or they patched it 8 times now. They're working on number 9, but they still they just still seem unable to get over the hump of getting it up to the point where it feels like a full-fledged good right. Sim City game. <sighs> Alright. Wow. Slash rant. Oh, does it feel better? Sorry. Feel I, didn't, better. I didn't know I had all that inside I of had me. a lot in there. <sighs> who would like to go next?
2: I can go. Uh, I have two quick ones. First one is, uh, hey, check out newest, latest, best. Yeah. Uh, it's... uh Do you uh, have the
0: SimCity expansion on the best part?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, uh, Mattis was on an episode. Christian's been Christian's on. Christian's been on. Yeah. Uh, this week... Guess uh, who
0: hadn't been on?
2: You will be on, sir. You will be on. Uh, this week, uh, Alex Albrecht joins me, oh, and we're awesome. talking cool. about Ender's Game and uh, Legend of Korra Season 2, and, uh, and I talk about uh, Batman, so it's good. Uh, the other thing is, this has been a really good month, if you're following my Twitter feed, perhaps you have seen, a really good month for Geeks and Snakes! Mm-hmm. Man, bravo to the audience, I love everybody who uh, sends me... Their geeks and sneaks accomplishments. I that is nothing makes me happier. Uh, geeks and sneaks, of course, is uh, my my little sort of personal campaign to get people up off the couch and doing stuff. It's fun. You can be into video games and also be healthy. Uh, and there's so many people lately that have been sending me. You know, they did their first five k run. They did. You know, they're inspired to do really awesome stuff uh, that helps them out, lives a better, more healthy life. And I'm just couldn't be happier about that. So continue to send me if you're getting involved in that stuff. Use the hashtag and continue to send me uh, on Twitter your accomplishments and I will be happy to retweet them because it's just the coolest.
0: Good stuff. That's awesome.
2: Andrew. So I fly a lot. You have a cape on
3: right now. Yeah. yeah. Um. And when I don't want to do it myself, I like airline. I like airplanes to do it for me. So Delta, they. I. have
2: Wait. Wait. You said airplanes and then Delta.
3: <laughs> yes. Delta. Del, Delta Airlines. Uh, they have a shuttle service between uh San Francisco and L.A. And it is now the only way I, I will fly between uh, wow. those two. They cities. do. Delta. Yeah. What
0: do they fly? What they fly like regional jets.
3: Yeah, yeah, between uh, SFO and uh, LAX. Why is that
0: the only one you'll fly? The service is cr- uh, great. So Wait, they, you're talking about Delta.
3: Yes, this is Delta. <laughs> so, uh, before you board the plane, they'll have free newspapers for you to take, you know, Wall Street Journal and all that stuff. Hmm. Okay, that's cool. Uh, then when you, when you board the plane, this is in economy as well, they will give everyone... Like a small snack, so it's like hummus with vegetables, and and it's like, a
0: forty-five minute flight. It's a
3: forty-five minute flight, and the the kicker, free booze. What? Yeah, they'll give you wine or beer or whatever. There's so what? Yeah, yeah. How much is this? It's the same. It's sometimes cheaper than the other airlines what? too. Yeah, I'm maybe it's because it's new uh, and they're trying to be competitive with it, but you know, I, hmm. when I either way, I I don't drive. uh, you know, when I get to San Francisco or when I come back to LA, I don't have to drive. So, I'm fine with getting drunk on a
2: 45-minute <laughs> flight. If, if if the difference between... I'm
0: fine with drunk on a 45-minute flight, too.
2: Yeah. Listen, this flight was fantastic. So,
3: it, I mean, yeah, that that's why I have such happy feelings and I need I need Delta. five
4: scotches please so, it's only a five, 45 minute flight sir yeah
3: I don't know I don't know how often people do uh that uh route I'm shut up, they're
2: free <laughs> Delta, amongst us Delta if you aren't enjoying the service have another drink yeah. <laughs> Boom.
0: So the yeah. drinking light is now
3: so on. yeah really uh really highly recommend and you Delta. thought
0: united skies were friendly <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> We love to fly, and, and we're shows. wasted.
2: <laughs> um, so much for Southwest for me. I'm just making the switch. Another round for the cockpit. <laughs>
4: uh, All right. Okay. And so, uh, my. Just a couple things for me, I guess. Uh, one is uh, GTA Online uh, Weekend Confirmers Crew is going strong. We're getting uh, new people in here all play. the time. Yeah, I added uh, a
0: bunch of people in the last
4: week, so I think people are having a hard time I've, finding it. I've it's, been jo- okay, so it's Weekend Confirmers is what you want to search for because that and, sounded right. Because Weekend Confirm doesn't sound like a crew right. name. Like you, we're like yeah. the Weekend Confirmers, man. Yeah, that's I'll right. Like so, so uh, you know, send an invite. I think we still have got some open spots if you're interested in getting on there. Garnett or I will approve Spots. them uh, and uh, I guess the only other thing is uh, if you need to get in touch with me for any reason I still have my Indie Jeff Mattis at gmail.com uh, address I'm also at Jeff Mattis on Twitter uh, comments feedback employment opportunities anything you want to send me
0: hire sure. the damn guy let we'll say yeah. that last one
4: <laughs> all right? yeah mostly that last one
0: all right cool. there you go folks that's the big show uh, next week I don't know who do we have on next week Stevenson no no Next week, we have somebody on. We're not sure, but it'll be great. It's a somebody! We will all be here. We will uh, look into the show notes. If you guys want to get on that thing about uh, giving us suggestions for what you'd like in Kanata Ford, Jeff and I can start working on that. I'll play some yeah. Path of Exile with you. Yeah. We still have lots of games. We didn't talk about Battlefield. We've got Call of Duty Ghosts coming out next week on Current Generation.
4: Would have been great for a Halloween release, right?
0: Would <laughs> right? Oh, I get um, it.
4: Ghosts. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, you know. <laughs> Second time, the world is going to end in a first-person shooter in two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's that's a lot of saving of the world. That's I a lot of saving of the yeah, world. You know what you to, to do, do right? Yeah. You, oh, my goodness. You know what to do. All right. If you're going to stick around for the tailgate, we'll be uh, right back on the And if you side hate football, this is the time to turn <laughs> off your iPod. Wake up, wake up. The football section is on. <laughs> you want to turn off your iPod now. Well, actually, right before we finish up. Anyway, thanks to uh, Micah on the boards today, a fantastic group here at the Atlantis Group Studio, Ozzy and Del Rio in the booth as well. Thanks to uh, Andrew and Jeff and Jeff. And that's it, folks. That's your weekend confirmed. We are Ghost. <laughs>
2: Get the
1: they yeah. said I never made it, they called me Zip Zero. The number one lieutenant in this hip hop hero.
4: Yeah, it was a time when I was riding the pine. Yeah. But then they called my number and I'm ready to shine. Yeah. I
2: sit back, relax, ready to go. Put a little swagger in my sick ass clothes. Now I ride the stage and I do it with ease. For blowing up, for promoters off the seats, yeah.
1: Find me out, put me up in the condo. Yeah.
0: This episode we Week in Confirmed is brought to you by the Gamefly app, the must-have app for gamers, with info on over 50,000 console, handheld iOS, and PC games. Get the Gamefly app for free today on your iPhone, iPad, and Android devices. Jeff and I uh, were just lamenting that our fantasy woes have been many Getting this our season. ass
2: handed to us.
0: I've had the worst... I, I, I'm not even going to tell you... So I have one league that I think of as my as my money league, and that's the league where I actually have like serious money involved. Not, mm-hmm. not serious money; it's like a couple hundred bucks, but yeah, well, that's, relatively that's serious relatively money. serious money. And I am humiliated by the lineup I had to start last week, simply due to injuries, 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 IR, IR. I know eyes. it's been a I, that an team is decimated. Year. That team has been absolutely decimated. But even here, uh, elsewhere, I'm not doing it. so. In the uh, Final Fantasy, in the Final Fantasy, in the Fantasy Football confirmed U League, I'm sort of uh, dead. <laughs> Me too. I'm at I'm at two and six. This might be your Final Fantasy league. It might be my Final Fantasy league. Yeah. So uh, props there to uh, Outlandish Beats leading the Game Flap League. Uh, Joe Buck yourself number one in the Hearthstone division, and Sarah's team heading up the Super Mega Worm division. It's kind of fun to say. Yeah, it is kind of fun to say. And then, uh, so you know, I'm, I'm doing sort of okay in the in the other league. The other league, I'm actually somehow or other with my ghosts team leading the division. I mean, but I mean, really, I'm technically I'm tied. Garnet, you're at your top uh, of I'm the at heap as far as picks in the Nintendo. So, I'm five and three, five and three. And five and three also for Los Pollos Hermanos, who are leading the Microsoft division, and Harbossam awesome, rocking it at the top, and actually number one in the league, six and two, heading up the Sony division. So we're coming down, and I've got like a few more weeks left. A few more weeks. I'm still trying to maneuver, madly maneuvering. I've never spent so much time madly maneuvering for absolutely... Dick bottom <laughs> of the barrel players out of the waiver wire. No kidding. But that has been, I mean, it's kind of fun. I, I was actually telling someone, it's kind of fun because not having a lineup means that I have spent, it has been, it has been super RPG football management sim for me this year. But unfortunately, when you're at that spot, it's like yeah. you're, you're you're trolling through those like wide receiver five and six guys trying to figure out, okay, well, this guy's got a matchup this week and <laughs> I, you know, oh, the cornerback going against him. Anyway, hey,
4: it's good research for next year.
0: But back in the picks. You're doing well. You and Ozzy, top of the heap. Ozzy and I, top of the peak. That's right. Peak, uh, back top of the peak there at 15, 8, and 1. Rich fell off some. Now he's at. He's dropped to 13, 9, and 2. Uh, uh, Del Rio there at 13, and 11. Jeff, you are in there at 12, 11, and 1. And then we have the uh, the Atlantis group at 9, 14, and 1. Andrea, 8, and 15, eight 15, and 1 this year. She's having a, a bit of a struggle.
1: Mm-hmm. And the guests,
0: guests, when they have uh, been involved, have been 8, 9, and 1. So this week, we've got, uh, we've got three matches picked by Del Rio. First one is the question of, can Kansas City remain undefeated going into Buffalo? Buffalo, a home dog... Buffalo getting three and a half points. Since I'm in the lead, I will do the customary honors of going first. so You guys can pick behind me and I am absolutely going with Kansas city in this game. Buffalo's quarterbacking situation completely up in the air. Uh, although we don't think that there's uh, much behind it. There's, you know, who knows who the hell's going to start? Mm-hmm. Really? Who knows who's going to start there? So yeah. I, 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 I don't think there's a lot more to say about that. Um, Kansas city is efficient and effective behind Alex Smith. And I don't see any reason that that would change. Uh, There is some reason if you're a fantasy owner to be a little concerned that Bo hasn't gotten cranked up. He's had some injury struggles, but I don't think that that's enough to stop them against Buffalo. You know, despite Kiko, um, what's his next name? Kiko, uh, Buffalo's got a great linebacker. Yeah. And he's been playing very well. And I think it might pose them some trouble, but I don't think it's enough to stop Kansas City. Kansas City by 10 or more in this, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with Kansas City. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. I think
2: Kansas City found the uh can found a, a good good formula. What you do, see, is you're the worst team in the league and you get this nice easy schedule for the next season, then you get a new quarterback and a new coach and uh, you go, uh, eight no. Magic time." Yeah. Uh yeah, I think they they handle Buffalo easily. Now, I don't I don't know about the Buffalo quarterbacking situation who who even plays. It doesn't even matter because KC's got a great defense. So, I'm going KC.
0: I'm not going to gain ground on you guys that game. I'm
2: going to
4: add my voice to the course of Kansas City.
0: Dave, you did not get enough controversy here. Controversy. Are you, are you going to take Buffalo in the three and a half? C. On, C.
1: You, Spiller, know, you know you want that...
2: to bet on Matt Flynn or Jeff Toole or whoever's... <laughs> uh You're taking about Dave who went 0-3 last week, let's point out. <laughs>
0: Picking Buffalo. That's what happens when you get married. <laughs> he's, going see, he's going to see a lot of Jamal Charles. And right, what do you guys? What do you think, Micah? He's going with the Chiefs. Also, uh, Andrea has gone with the Chiefs as well. And we'll have Rich's pick coming up in a minute when he uh, punches in with his second game. Uh, we have Aussies. I'm not going to support them. San Diego Chargers. <laughs> now oh. you're in a now you're in a pickle because now it's bad luck for you to pick. Yeah, him. yeah. What are you going to do now? <laughs> and st- I, I didn't think of that actually. You've established the counter jinx. The question, the question here is, <laughs> which San Diego team shows up because they're going to new RFK. They have to go into Washington. Redskins have been showing some life. RG3 it, showing some signs of getting back in it, stride. Morris put up a, a good running effort last weekend. And then they got blown out of the water by Denver. You know. This is going to happen. Reed's looking good. I, the, I think the Washington offense is looking solid, but the defense hasn't been. But then you're talking about San Diego going from San Diego all the way to Washington, cross country travel. Uh, it is for that
2: 10 a.m. game, and I. But I think the good San Diego is going to show up. We smell the sixth spot. We well, got you're getting
0: you get a point. So we it's get San Diego. Point. San Diego plus one at
2: Washington. Totally smell the sixth second wild card spot. So I think uh, I think Chargers take care of business. Oh, crap.
0: No, Ozzie I'm going. Them. I'm going with the Chargers in this one as well and when we're with the Chargers and this is what's going to be my I'm going with them and it's going to be my downfall. The reason I'm going with them is because <gasps> Rivers to date this season has been playing, you know, in top 12 quarterback territory. Very under the radar, he's been really good this year. And with where the Washington defense has been and the and the options that he has to get the ball to with Ryan Matthews starting to show up, Danny Woodhead figuring into the offense as the great counterpunch out of the backfield for receiving. I think that they've got more than enough horsepower to beat them. The San Diego defense may not be what it used to be, but it's good enough to slow them down. San Diego outright wins the game. I'll take the point, though. San Diego in Washington. You think they're good now? Just wait till later when they get Denver and KC. We're we're ready. We're ready for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wouldn't pick them against either of those two teams. But right, what do you think here, Mr. Kanata?
2: I have made the mistake of picking Washington so many times this season, and they are never fail to screw me. And yet, I'm going to not learn from that mistake. Here's the thing. Washington put up points. Yep. And at home, San Diego comes in, maybe not feeling as good as they should. I think it's a high-scoring game, and Washington edges them out. Uh, So I'm picking Washington. All right. I learned to regret it. And and on top of that, I want to pick up a game on you guys. So I got to go. I got to make a move at some point.
0: That is a that is a that is a legitimate although dangerous way to go about it. <laughs> yeah. it's definitely. And uh, what do you guys think? There in the booth, Dave. We got Chargers for Micah in the Atlantis group, and Dave is going to go with. Dave is going to go with. Damn it, damn it is not an option. <laughs> The old damn it! He just got to crunch
2: some stats in the booth, really. Yeah, quick. he's uh, he's running some numbers. There's a like blackboard in there. He's got X's and O's out. What, what are you doing? <laughs> Where are you going? Seattle to is age? not playing in this game. <laughs>
0: Oh, he's Washington, going He's going okay. with the Washington Redskins. All nice. right, let's get caught up with Rich and see if he's uh, licking his chops from falling a little bit off the pace. Here is Rich Grisham from the Operation Sports-sponsored podcast, the Press Row podcast. Great place to get all of your sports video game knowledge. Great podcast. Pulls together uh, luminaries from Kotaku, from uh operation sports clearly pasta padre rich takes care of business there here he is with his picks
3: all right thank you Garnet. as always much appreciated hi everybody rich christian here from the press row podcast brought to you by operation sports What we got this week up first you got the kansas city chiefs my old head coach andy Reid heading to buffalo getting three and a half points i'm going with the chiefs at some point their magic will end but it won't be here up next you got the san diego chargers getting a point at washington I think RG3 is going to do something here. Uh, Probably not smart, but I'm taking the Redskins. And lastly, you got the Indianapolis Colts heading to the Houston Texans, getting three points. I am going with the Texans, and that uh, three points they're getting. All right. As always, thank you, Garnett, and uh, the entire Weekend Confirmed crew. We love
4: the show over here at the Press Row Podcast, brought to you by Operation Sports. Thanks, and we'll see you again next
0: week. All right, Rich, thanks very much for that. And we're going to, as you already heard, a little preview there. We have the Texans at home hosting the Colts for Sunday night football with an array of wild cards, beginning with uh, Matt Schaub being healthy, but the fans of Houston rejoicing because they've made the decision that they're going to start Casey Keenum. Yeah. Casey Keenum starting over Schaub. Schaub is nothing, He's, he's healthy, he's fine. But Keenum earned a little respect with a, a decent, you know, 270-yard outing. Mm-hmm. So the Texans are going to try that. Looks like Foster is going to be a scratch. Although, well, Foster and Tate are both allegedly game-time decisions. Foster has not been practicing really at all. So I mean he's probably out. Mm-hmm. Foster's nursing four cracked – I mean, Tate's nursing four cracked ribs, yeah. but has been practicing. So, you know, who knows who they – they brought in three new running backs – who knows what the hell is going to happen there? They're a mess. They are They are sort of a mess, but they are a squad with some pride. Uh, they're getting three points. And they're at, at home. They're getting three points at home on Sunday night. Can that be sufficient for them to reach down deep inside, gut it up, and beat these Indianapolis Colts? Short answer?
2: No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the Steelers have pride. It doesn't mean they're any good. All right, so uh, I'm picking Indy. I, I just you're, right taking, out there. you're taking. I, the Colts. I think Indy is going deep in the playoffs. They're a damn good team. No more
0: Reggie Wayne. No more Reggie Wayne. Doesn't matter. Okay, I mean yeah. they wanted to be a power running game yep. team, but so far Richardson. Richardson's been a huge disappointment. Yeah. Well under three yards per carry average. He's just the, the the you know you're getting to the point now where you have to start thinking maybe maybe the problem is Richardson not the team he's playing for. Still. I'm just making the arguments. I'm just throwing them out there. You still have Andrew Luck, who's a very efficient and effective quarterback, though not mm-hmm. putting up the numbers like he did last year. They're putting up W's. He's de- and that's what's most important. Yep. Nice. I'm saying all this. I mean, I'm taking the Colts because I think the Colts will win by more than three. Yeah. But I think that there, I think there is a reasonable chance that at home, with some enthusiasm from the fans, that the you know the defense could get their act together. Keenum, he, he just he's just got to be effective. I mean, you still have Andre Johnson on this team. Yeah. So it's not like they're just they got
2: you know, no, no weapons yeah yeah uh i'm gonna go indy it, it it's too much for he's didn't overcome that's yeah, it indeed
0: also colts for jeff mattis oh, I'm indie jeff. wow you are indy <laughs> yeah, jeff he is right. indy <laughs> jeff there you go he is indy jeff <laughs> micah where do you think micah has the colts and dave do you go ahead you gotta make do, a move do, make you a move do it, brother. make a move dave make a move make a move
2: <laughs> he's taking wow uh colts also. unanimous
0: uh, and by, Houston by the way, gets no love. To, uh, to catch up Andrea, Andrea has the Redskins. Shit. <laughs> I have the exact same picks as Andrea. <laughs> and the Indianapolis ah,
1: That's
0: okay. It's okay. She's going to have a good week this week. All right. Good luck, everybody. Hope your teams do great. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. And remember, you can start counting down the days now to your consoles. You don't have to worry about anything else. It's almost here. Football oh, yeah. season's getting into the thick of the playoff races as um, well, which is going to be excitement. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week.